Hello, Louis. We'll figure it out. Right. All right, everybody. Let me change the banner real quick. There we go. Let's fix that one. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of PC Wrestling. Uh, thank you guys for coming through. What's up? Uh, today, yeah. we're talking everything WrestleMania. Since WrestleMania is coming up, we're going to talk everything WrestleMania for you guys. Uh, feel free to interact in the comment section as well as we go along. We've got some questions we're going to answer for WrestleMania team based. Um, I'm going to let my, my, my co host, my guest for this week, introduce themselves. Uh, new face new face on the channel. So I'll, I'll start with the size, introduce the new one, and then we'll go to the rest of everybody else. What's up, y'all? Uh, Josiah, Josiah the official, Josiah underscore the official on TikTok. Uh, been a pro wrestling fan for a quite, quite a lot, uh, quite a while now. So it'd be pretty cool to uh, be, be up here on, on Player's Choice. So yeah. All right, then we'll start with Lewis, and then we'll go to everybody else. Oh my fault. Um, I turned fucking twenty today, and I forgot how to do my job. Um. Beep. Uh, without uh, hi, hi, y'all know me. I'm gonna go back to this Google Doc. You already know what I am, Lewis. Uh, go ahead, Pat. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Pat here, GTZ PAT91 on TikTok. Uh, ready to get into this WrestleMania talk. Uh, let's have some fun and happy birthday, Lewis. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Check me out. I'm ready to get in. Let's do it. It's WrestleMania season, baby. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, sir. What's up, guys? It's Jade, uh, infamous opinionist on TikTok. All my socials are in the bio on TikTok. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's the GOAT. Let's not forget it. Let's get going. <laughs> oh, that's what I forgot to do. Fuck my deal. Now we can go. Fuck Dolph Ziggler. That's uh, my, my one. Oh, swear. wow, Nate. Oh, wow. Wow. Bro, Personally? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what y'all got against these people, bro. Like, what's against these people, man? I'm, I'm saying, like, right. I mean, he's nowhere on my list, you know what I'm saying? So, there's no dolphins <laughs> there so many moments on my list. I mean, my, not mine either. So, that's not, <laughs> oh, man. That's not his fault, though. That's not that's like fault, though. Yeah. Can I just Ziggler. say, I'm really excited for today's WrestleMania season. There's like, there's nothing like it being a WrestleMania fan. I'm jacked for the show. I'm going to WrestleMania, too. I'm going to the SmackDown two weeks before WrestleMania with my kid, and I'm stoked. Nice. I'm so excited. All right, so shout out to Players Choice YouTube. Make sure you guys go support the channel. Shout out to the GOAT member, King J. Giving a shout out to him. If you guys want to become a member, make sure you click the link uh, below and join. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk everything WrestleMania for you guys today, man. WrestleMania season is coming up, so it's always kind of exciting for, for WrestleMania season because, you know, this is the best, you know, the biggest show of the year, you know what I mean? So got to get a little bit a little bit hype. Uh, but we got some, some personal WrestleMania questions we're going to answer for you guys. Uh, today, just for our own personal references, you guys can leave your interest in the comments below and interact with us as we go along. Um, so we'll just start from the top. We give y'all our top five favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. These are just our personal favorites, not the ones we think are the best. These are just our personal preference of which ones we have as favorites. Uh, obviously, best and favorites are two different lists. So these are just the, the five ones that we have probably either gone back and rewatched the most or most invested into or just the ones that we definitely would uh, pick as our, our favorites. So um, we'll start from the, let's start with Jade, go from the bottom. So we'll start from the oh. bottom all the, way, all the way up. Malik, listen, <laughs> listen, man, I appreciate it. All I don't right. think you've gone first yet. I don't know if you've gone first yet. I don't know. I'm always in the bottom corner. So and I never get to go first. Nice. All right. I'm looking forward to this. All right. Starting with top five WrestleMania matches, right? That's what we're starting with. Yeah, and disclaimer, right. you don't have to be in order unless you want to put them in order. I always I always put everything in order, Malik, because that's how I get my content. So I'm putting them in order. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So so in in my humblest of opinions, at number five, we discussed this pre-show kind of 
the IC uh, ladder match from WrestleMania 31 that Daniel Bryan ultimately won. Okay. Huge spots, great technical wrestling, great ladder spots. I love the multi-man matches at Mania. I'm hoping we get another one this year. At number four, didn't even mean to do this, but it's another ladder match, HBK versus Razor at WrestleMania 10. I, kind of the ultimate ladder match is the first one that everyone goes back to and they talk about ladder matches. I mess with it. I, I wanted to make sure this one didn't get forgotten. I'm nervous it's not going to be on anyone else's list because of recency bias, so I wanted to make sure it got a call out. Steamboat versus Savage at WrestleMania 3. Maybe the most technically excellent wrestling match to ever take place at a WrestleMania. If you have not gone and watched that, go and watch it on Peacock. It's excellent. Um, At number two, I have kind of a tie because I don't think there's that much difference between these two matches, but it's Taker and HBK at WrestleMania's 25 and 26. I mean, I think a lot of us are probably going to have one of those two matches. I just put them as a tie because... Again, not a lot of difference, but just enough to make them stand out from each other, but they're still so excellent. And again, me personally, number one, everything I'm looking for in a WrestleMania match, story, character work, build-up, in-ring performance, everything. My favorite WrestleMania match of all time is HBK and Angle at WrestleMania 21. I go back to it pretty much two or three times a year just to experience it. Um, Again, if you haven't watched it, highly recommend it. So Great. good, and go and go look up the build up on YouTube for it too because it was excellent as well. So there, there's my five. Are you a, but are you a sexy Kurt Jake? <laughs> <That's a valid. laughs> hey, not even what that. Man. Rus- WrestleMania 21 is just overall. He's, he's a sexy Jade, sexy that was- Jade. That uh, wrinkle her. That that WrestleMania overall in general is just is top tier. Oh yeah, we'll get into it more later, I'm sure. But that's yeah. Uh, that match, about, yeah. Start with the what's what's your side, bro? What you got? What you got? All right, my top five Mania matches. Um, well, my favorite one of all time, number one, uh, is the Rock versus John Cena at, at WrestleMania 28. Like John Cena is my favorite, uh, my favorite wrestler of all time. The Rock is my second favorite wrestler of all time. So seeing those two fantasy you know fantasy warfare that's, that's shit you 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 would see in like universe mode and 2k that's amazing you know what i'm saying uh my second favorite match of all time it happened at my favorite wrestlemania which is wrestlemania 24 and that is john cena versus randy Orton versus triple h for the wwe championship even though i didn't like the outcome it was still a dope match you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh and then my third favorite of all time is kobe kings versus daniel bryan you know what i'm saying that's amazing Good Kobe Mania. awesome yeah um Sorry. and then for number four it was a it was it, it was a tie, you know what I'm saying? I had Taker versus Sean the WrestleMania 26. Uh, I think that's the better one out, out of the two, personally. Um, and Lesnar versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 19. That, that, that match was, was dope as well. And then, sure. uh, and then for my number five, I, I'll put John Cena versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania 23. That, that was amazing as well. So, yeah. Oh, valid, 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 valid. Uh, Nate, what you got, man? What you got? All right. So, my favorite of all time... It, it depends on the day. So these my top two is, is going to fluctuate. Uh, I got Daniel Bryan and Kofi King- Kingston at WrestleMania 35. Just that moment. And in the moment we get with Shaq and Shad and MVP and the at the bar that let's say Shaq Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, hey. he, should, he probably cried too. Hey. Shit. <laughs> uh, no, but that moment is 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 like my favorite WrestleMania moment of all time. Um, Taker Shawn Michaels 25 number number two. Uh, I think that's the better match between the two. I think it's the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Um, and then I have Sasha and Bianca from 37 Night One. Uh, just historic, historically a great, just a historic match and a great match overall. Um, 
And then Josiah said HBK and Cena. I was leaning towards that. And he said Cena and The Rock. So I'm going to go Batista and Taker WrestleMania 23. That was a That's very a good, good match. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then last, I have Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle. Just like I, we already talked about it. It's just yeah. it's a really good match. Dude, we coexisting again. This is awesome. <laughs> look, oh, man, man, look. As long as you don't it. bring, you know, <laughs> Dolph Migler in here, we'll be fine. <laughs> about this, Shawn versus Vince was a bit overrated, but it was great. Nothing but that. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It, it, it was what it needed to be. It was what it, it needed was. to be. It was what it needed exactly. to be. Yeah. To be. Uh, Pat, what you got, man? What you got on your list? Right. So my list is going to be a, a little bit different because I'm, I'm an oddball and I like a little bit of different stuff. So my number five is the Firefly Funhouse match. That's a really good one. I almost I, put it on my list, Pat. I, I, I just, I was this close. For me, it's just like I don't understand how WWE signed off on Bray tearing down the company just blatantly in front of the company. Like, they just let him do it. So yeah. that's my number five. Uh, number four, I have TLC2 at WrestleMania XM. I mean, just do so. I need to say yeah. I mean, yeah, really that, that, that kind of goes without saying. Uh, number three, I have HBK and Flair at WrestleMania 24, I believe. I could be wrong. My, my notes are all over the place. It, it became Flair. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was WrestleMania yeah. 24. Yeah. I, it's, 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 uh, I got chicken scratch in here. Uh, let me see. Uh, my number two is uh, Austin versus Rock at WrestleMania 17. I know the heel turn was – the execution of it didn't turn out well, but the match itself was great. You know, I'm – so, and I'm Stone Cold's my favorite wrestler of all time. So that kind of goes without saying. And my number one, <coughs> excuse me, is uh, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 26. I know Nate said that he prefers 25, but for me, 26 just had the like the extra oomph with storyline of career versus streak. And for me, it just, and for me, it just, you know, it had the better story. It had the better payoff you know the the promo package with the running up the hill running up that hill storyline thought it was great so and again all of those matches get tossed in and tossed out and bounced back and forth i you know they mentioned everything that everybody else mentioned are all great and valid responses and those always get thrown about as well but for now those are my top five all right lewis what you got then we're gonna go into accent me um my top five favorite wrestlemania matches of all time um Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, WrestleMania 25. Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle, WrestleMania 21. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Maivia, WrestleMania 17. Kurt Angle versus Eddie Guerrero, WrestleMania 20. And Undertaker Ooh. versus and Undertaker versus Triple H, end of an era, WrestleMania 28. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot about that Angle Eddie yeah. match. That is a good match. Yeah. Ask what you got on your list, bro. We're doing a top five favorite Mania matches, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so at number five, so so at number five, I got a recent one. Whether y'all like it or not, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch, WrestleMania thirty-eight. At number four, I have Edge versus Mick Foley, WrestleMania twenty-two. At number three, I have The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania twenty-six. Only because the build-up to me for that match was better than twenty-fives. I'm talking about X. Say for number man. for number two, I have John Cena versus The Rock, the first one. Say and man. number one, I mean Hardy's versus e Edge and Christian versus the Dudleys, TLC, bro. WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all said one match on here that it, nobody else has but me, I believe. I believe I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So 
the greatest WrestleMania match of all time to me is the one with Stardust. Is, You're right. Is, is Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 25? That's the That's greatest insane. WrestleMania match of all time That's for me. The storyline for 26 was better, but match that I mean, I I knew Lex. I told the story before, but I knew the match was great because my my grandma bought the pay per view for me this time. I was still in school, and she bought the show, and she watched the show with me. And after the match was over, she looked at me and said, "That was a good fucking match." And she only watched <laughs> only watch wrestling. That's how I knew the match was incredible, right there. So. <laughs> Uh, my number two is Undertaker versus Triple H, the end of an era, Hell in a Cell match. Um, I was so invested into that, like, by like the, not even the story, but about the match in general. Like, it was, it had me on the edge. Uh, my number three is The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Uh, the atmosphere and crowd for that match, I think, maybe the most electric crowd I've ever seen. I, like, I'm every time I watch that match, I'm, I'm always jealous that I was never there, like, in person to, to witness it. Like, just the energy, like, that's. That's the type of energy, like, I think when you go to a show, like, you wish you could be a part of something like that just to be a part of the energy of the crowd. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's something that you could never mm-hmm. forget. Like, I, I'm assuming the people who were ever there in person, like, you'll never forget the feeling that you felt that oh, night. I mean, that was special, man. That was yeah. special. That was something else. Uh, my number four is Bret Hart versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania 13. The double that turn. Was okay. was long listed okay. on my. Yeah, the, the double turn. Uh, that, <coughs> I think it's perfect storytelling from the aspect of Brett being the baby face in the beginning, Austin, the heel, and then they literally switch in the middle of the match, and it benefited everybody because obviously Stone Cold not going to be Bret Hart in a submission match. So how do you have Stone Cold lose without tapping and look weak? He passes out with the blood on his face in submission. Looks like a badass. So it benefited everybody at the end. And then Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 21 is my, is my last one. I mean, that's my favorite WrestleMania of all time, by the way. Uh I'm honestly surprised that I was expecting to put that on my list and no one else have it on their list. I'm pleasantly surprised that that match got more love than I thought it would. Oh, that match was my gosh. I was yeah, it was, it was, that match stands out for me too because I was a big Kurt Angle fan around that time too. So I didn't mm-hmm. know he was really going to beat Shawn Michaels, but like yeah. that was that match. That was has cool. one of my favorite kickouts in history when uh, Angle hits the the top rope, Angle slam, and Michaels mm-hmm. kicks out, and just the yeah. pain, the disappointment on Angle's yeah. face, just like so no. Good. My, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite kickouts of all. My, my favorite part of that match, though, is the ankle lock. Like, mm-hmm. that, yeah. had, if you go back and watch, he had the ankle lock on at least for three minutes before Sean. Yeah, was yeah, like, it's nuts. Like he it's found nuts. he he was he was dragging, trying to get to the ropes. Like he was trying to find anything to get to the ropes. Yeah. And then when when Kurt mm-hmm. fully locked it in, like Sean didn't want to tap, and then he had it. Like it was. Between that and then the STF with John Cena and then the triple threat with Triple H and the other guy, no one has ever done Mm -hmm. submission holds, like being in a submission hold better than Shawn Michaels, bar none. Those Mm -hmm. moments when Shawn is in a submission hold are so good. Yeah. So good. That that, that had me on the edge of my seat, too, because, like, it was just – it was such great storytelling. If you go back and look at it, like he tried to kick, you know, Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle wouldn't let go. It was great. It was insane. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That was insane. Um, let's take some – let me see what else you guys – some people – let me see what some people are in there. Uh, Undertaker versus Mankind is a – that is a King of the Ring match. That's not a WrestleMania <laughs> match, my guy. <laughs> but it is a top five Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, yeah. I'll say that. I'll say that. Uh, Ray, this is an underrated one. Mysterio, Angle, and Orton, the triple threat. For a match that was like under 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. The match was real short. That's why I didn't put um, the end of an era match because I love that match, but it's so long, man. I love, I love, so I love that match, too. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was about to make my top 10, I, I mean, uh, my top five. I think, I think it was perfect the way it was. If Orton hadn't got injured, that triple threat might have been top five for me. WrestleMania 2000 match over 17, they both were good. What do you mean? Did, didn't Malik bring that up? Hogan versus Rock? Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Uh, Punk and Taker 29. That was a good one, too. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, Chris Jericho versus Fandango. Yes, sir. There we go. Oh, <laughs> Relax. <laughs> all right, let's get into the next one. Uh, top five favorite WrestleMania shows of all time. Shows from start to, to finish. So we're talking about the shows overall. Um, we'll start with Jade again. Why not? Why not? What, what, what <laughs> Why not? Start with the big guy. All right. Uh, so again, my, mine are in order, starting with number five and working my way up. Uh, number five, I have Mania 35. Um, you know, between the stories of Rollins and Lesnar and Kofi and Brian and the triple threat in, in the main event. Just really good stories from top to bottom. Um, at number four, I have WrestleMania five. I think it is the only, in my opinion, the only presentable WrestleMania between, uh, aside from number three, between one and 10. Uh, all the WrestleManias between one and 10, besides three and five, were just so almost borderline unwatchable, in my opinion. But five stands out. Uh, n- number three, I do have Mania 31. Obviously, it ends with the heist of the century. It has that. Um, multi-man intercontinental ladder match I mentioned earlier, uh, Sting versus Triple H, even though not the greatest technical wrestling showcase, just such a freaking spectacle with everything going on. Um, at number two, I do have Mania 21, obviously, in my opinion, headlined by Sean and Kurt. And then at number one, uh, X7, which, again, I think is going to be on a lot of our lists. But X7, obviously, just top to bottom, just strictly represented what WrestleMania during the Attitude Era was about, and it was the best example of that. So, yeah, yeah that's my top five. All right, I'm going to give my five. I actually don't have WrestleMania 17 on my five, so. Oh, okay. My five, my five is a little bit different. If we're talking about the best, I would say yeah, but this is just my favorites. Uh, number five, I do have WrestleMania 28. I mean, the end of an era on the cell match, Cena versus Rock, biggest match of my generation. I had to wait a whole year for that. I didn't think I was going to make it. I'm not going to lie. Anticipation was, was, anticipation was crazy. Uh, plus, Jericho and Punk, too, I think was a very underrated match on that show. I really liked that match as well as they had. Uh, WrestleMania 31, I have on there. Uh, one of the best WrestleManias I've seen of all time. I'm a little biased for this, but I got to go WrestleMania last year because I was there, and it's an experience I'll never forget. So that definitely going to make my top five because I was there. So being at WrestleMania for the first time and being see Stone Cold and see Cody Rhodes' return and it's just so many great moments that I just remember. Uh, WrestleMania 24 is my number two favorite WrestleMania of all time uh, and my number one, I've said already, but WrestleMania 21 is my favorite WrestleMania of all time. I mean, that to me is a perfect card from start to finish. There are some things in there that I wouldn't have had like Big Show and Akibono sumo match. Stupid. I don't know why they had a sumo match, but I guess they had, they had to find Big Show to do something. Couldn't wrestle anybody else, but so put him in a sumo match. Uh, but, I mean, the opening match was Eddie and Ray, which I think is one of the greatest opening WrestleMania matches ever. Uh, first ever Money in the Bank ladder match, which was, to me, still the greatest Money in the Bank ladder match of all time, in my opinion. Uh, Legend versus Legend Killer, Taker versus Orton, uh, Angle and Shawn Michaels, which was match of the night. And then at the end of the night, you had Cena and uh, Batista become a world champion, which helped elevate those two as, you know, the next two guys in the company. So, that overall to me is one of the I think some I think somebody's dog is having puppy mania or something, yo. It's mine. I apologize. I'll call <laughs> no, you myself till it's my turn. You're good. So that, that'll be my favorite. Those are my favorites. We'll start with the Lewis. We'll go to the Lewis. Uh so we're doing our, our top five WrestleMania shows of all time. Yes, sir. I uh, no order because y'all know me. I don't do orders. Uh WrestleMania 17. I just I mean, it, I mean it's it's dope. It's dope. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 20, WrestleMania 21, WrestleMania 38, WrestleMania 14. I think those are my top five. I think each of them help alter like the history of wrestling in a way. 
and I don't know. I just, uh, you know, just, just main is I can just sit down and just not get bored. You know what I'm saying? Valid, valid, valid. Uh, what about to you, Pat? Let you go. All right. Uh, I don't have mine in order just because I, I couldn't think of how to put them. My only one is my number one, and that's X7. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> hold on. I love you too, babe. I'm talking. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> I love you I too. I love you, Buttercup. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I love I, you. Yeah, I have uh, X7 is my number one. Uh, and then I have 33, uh, 30, 13, and my last one was 23. Oh, valid, valid. 23 is actually underrated, I think. So it's something. Yeah. Um, mine's in chronological order. Uh, so I got WrestleMania 9. No, I'm playing. Uh, WrestleMania uh, 17. <laughs> you, sound like, you sound like Alan right now with WrestleMania 9. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my Lord. No, WrestleMania 17. I mean, we've already – it's the greatest WrestleMania of all time, in my opinion. Uh, 19 – talk about 17, like, embodies everything the Attitude Era is. I think 19 embodies what the Ruthless Aggression Era would become. Um, it's just from top to bottom, really good show. 20, uh, something about when I look at, like, the stage and everything and I see the card, it's just, it's just special. You know, and the ending is special. It's emotional. I mean, using hindsight is kind of, like, scary and depressing. But, like, in the moment, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. Uh, 28, once in a lifetime. And, like, Daniel Bryan's whole yes movement was, like, catapulted, like, from that night. So if it wasn't for WrestleMania 28, if it wasn't for that moment, like who knows if WrestleMania 30 would have happened. And then WrestleMania 37, but I'm going to only put night one because like we had the pandemic and it was like the first time we seen crowds with WWE. And I think that card from top to bottom was, was, was great. You know, you had uh, obviously Sasha Bianca, the main event and you had, I think Omos debut that night as well. And then Cesaro and Seth had a match. Like it was just from top to bottom was a good card. It was better than the night two, in my opinion. Um, it just it just felt great to see the crowds again, and like, unfortunately, they went back to the Thunderdome after that. But like, for that moment, it was just, it was just special. Yeah, it was cool to see in that in that moment. Josiah, what you got, bro? What you got? Uh, so you already know. Well, I already said this, but my favorite WrestleMania of all time is WrestleMania 24. Um, I started watching wrestling like around like mid 2008. So like um I didn't get to like watch that like when it aired. So when I found out about it, I went back and watched it and it's freaking amazing. Like I loved that whole Romania from, from start to finish. The stage was freaking fantastic. Edge and Taker was awesome. That money the bank ladder match was awesome. Uh you got Big Show and, and Floyd Mayweather. That I, I was freaking amazing. Uh John Cena, Triple H, Randy Orton, that, that was awesome as well. So yeah, that was that'll always be my, my favorite WrestleMania match, you know, WrestleMania of, of all time. Oh yeah, and uh Sean and um uh Sean and Ric Flair, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you got uh, WrestleMania 21. Went back and watched that. That was awesome as well. Uh, then WrestleMania 20. Wait. Oh yeah. WrestleMania 26. That was cool too. I love that from start from start to finish. Uh, with with uh, Taker and Sean. Um, and then you had Batista and John Cena. That was that was cool. That was was amazing. I didn't think it was going to be good, but it, it was good. Um, and then WrestleMania 33 was was nice as well. Um, I the, the, the Hardys returned. That was dope. Taker and Roman. It kind of wasn't really, but we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania 19. <laughs> WrestleMania 19 move was cool too. I went, went back and watched that. That was awesome. Lesnar and uh, Kurt was, was amazing. So yeah. All right, all right, all right. Ask what you got, bro. 
right, so at five, I got WrestleMania 20. Even though we don't speak on him, that triple threat, can't take away from it. Big Show versus Cena, that really puts Cena to where he is now. And this this was honestly a favor for me, bro, but Y2J versus Christian, that feud, it was, it was, like, it, it was top tier during that time. My fourth, I got WrestleMania 31, Seth Rollins cash in. I don't need to say anything else. Um, WrestleMania 21 is at three. Same, everything Malik said. I mean, I don't need to repeat it. John Cena, you know, Batista, Eddie versus Ray. At two, I got WrestleMania 17. Don't got to say anything about that either. And <laughs> and at number one, I have WrestleMania 33. Oh, uh, for obvious reasons, that makes sense. Obvious reasons. And a lot of my favorites won the titles that night. So, you know, I'm chilling. Yeah, WrestleMania 33 was pretty cool. That's the greatest stage I think I've ever seen for WrestleMania. Though. That stage mm-hmm. was. Yeah, yeah. That stage was pretty sexy. I'm like, oh my. I was like, yeah, damn. They went all out for that for that stage. You know, the last couple stages I think before that were like doo doo, but. 33 was the roller coaster, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ultimate thrill ride. <laughs> ultimate thrill ride. All right. Let's go. Uh, time to guess the time to piss some people off. Uh, most overrated WrestleMania. That's show my favorite time. thing, Malik. <laughs> let me start. Let me start this shit, yo. I've already spoken on mine before, so my answer ain't going to change, but uh, I'll let Lewis start since he Let me start this shit. WrestleMania 30. That shit is overrated as fuck. You know why? You know why it's overrated as fuck? Because that whole card sucked. The only good parts of it is literally Yeselmania and Brock ending the streak. Otherwise, the entire show sucks ass. Bray um, Wyatt should have um, been John Cena. The, the Shield match was ass. the opening match. The Shield match. That I mean, the open match. That 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 I said Yeselmania. I said Yeselmania. That played to Yeselmania, nah. It did. Cena. Uh, why was good? Yeselmania. The Shield squashing the old fucks was that, good too. The Shield match was I, ass. I Bray Cena Wyatt should have been Cena. AJ uh, okay. Lee winning that was meh. Um, the the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal it was it was cool. Felt like the wrong guy won, but it was it was cool. But like the, the entire mania, it's, it's it's just not that good. Who should have won? Aside from two part, aside from like literally Yeslemania and Brock ending the streak, the entire <laughs> event itself it doesn't hold its weight to it. All right, all right, all right. Interesting. All right. I don't think the match was good either between Bray and Cena. To be honest, I don't. I thought it was okay at best. Well, Cena won, so that's all that matters. So really, yeah, I mean, yeah. John Cena's like that. Uh, Pat, what about you? What you what you got, man? What you got? Hold up. Why, why we got Dixie Land a lot going on in the background somewhere? What's going on? That's distracting. <laughs> Is that me? My bad. Hold I up. don't know. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. We got some music in the background. There. We got some some good feelings. <laughs> well, we'll well, I'll, let, I'll let Nate go then. We'll, we'll, we'll hop over to Nate. Uh, So I feel like the WrestleMania is I like a lot of people like. And the WrestleMania is I don't care about. A lot of people don't talk about. Uh, But a lot of people tend to like 35. But that, that WrestleMania is long, bro. Long as hell. The yeah. triple threat don't really hit because it's so late. And I don't really remember anything besides the table spot. And the ending when Ronda's shoulder wasn't even down. Best part of that was uh, Kofi Mania and Miz's dad squaring up to Shane McMahon, which I think Shane broke his rib anyway. Just, just way too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just way too long. Just too long. WrestleMania stories going in it was great, but like should have been two nights. Like if you want to make WrestleMania two nights, should have been at thirty-five. WrestleMania 35 was extremely long. I'm not gonna lie, that was that was a very long WrestleMania. But that I think was the WrestleMania for the fans because pretty much everybody won that the fans yeah. won at the time. Yeah, and in my opinion, the high points make up for any low points. That's just my opinion. That was in my top five because the high points make up for 
Yeah, Everybody like else. the WrestleMania was long though. Like, I'm I'm yeah. glad they make it two nights now because WrestleMania should not be ending at two a.m. You feel me? Like, right. yeah, that was crazy. Like at two a.m. At two a.m. Yeah. We should already had been talking about WrestleMania. What's <laughs> yeah. like, we should already been discussing the show and shit. So yeah, that was the uh, first wrestling show I ever like. Like me and my wife were dating at the time, and she came over to my house to watch, and. She watched, she sat very intently and didn't complain or think, watched the whole thing. But after the show was over, she's like, Don't ever make me do that again. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> think it was gonna be that, that long again. either. And then AW came with their pay-per-views. <laughs> nah, that's cool. We we good on that one. But uh, is it cool or is Dixie? Yeah, go ahead, going? Pat. It was your turn. Uh, okay. Uh for me, the most overrated WrestleMania of all time is WrestleMania 18. It is a one-match show. Come on, man. You already took my answer. It is let, only... me, let me let me follow up. That's my most overrated. Let, let me follow match. up. Me, listen, I got I got it right on the next tab. All it is, all it is, is that poster, and that's all oh, eighteen was. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, I never hear anyone say WrestleMania eighteen was a good WrestleMania. Only hear Rock and, and Hogan. I never. That's because that's, that's all it's right. Wait, 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 wait. I got the card. I got the card right here. If y'all want to hear this. <laughs> You ain't, you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't met Mitri yet. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that the one card. Booker T? Mitri thinks one 18 show. is better than 17. Yeah. Oh. It is a one match show. It is only The Rock and Hogan. And even The Rock and Hogan match, there's like eight moves total in the match. And one of them is hit you with a weight belt. Like, it's not that, like, it's it's iconic for what it is. The, it the was, story and, and, of the and passing mention, of the torch. It wasn't even the main event either. That's it what really was. I, 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 all these years, nope. I thought that was the main event. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> nope. That was that was the third to last match on that show. And I will say this. I'll say this. Undertaker Ric Flair was really good, so I got to give love to that match because that match was really good too. But nobody talks about that match on the level of Rock and Hogan. If you take, if you remove the Rock and Hulk Hogan from that show, what is WrestleMania 18? That whole show was built around it that. Is, I, it is Maven versus Goldust for the Hardcore <laughs> Championship. That's what that is. I will say, however, <laughs> during WrestleMania 18, Scott Hall, one of the best sales of a Stone Cold Stunner of all time. Yeah. That was great. And not to mention, people talk about Jericho and Triple H, but that feud got overshadowed because they really made Jericho look like a bitch in that feud. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, He's doing stuff for Stephanie, but but why is he doing stuff for Stephanie? He's not dating her. They're not together. He's just basically like her lab dog. You know, so it's like, what is uh, this shit's crazy? Hogan and my via kind of overrated. What is you smoking? Can I have that, yo? That's crazy. Wow. Wow, smoking. I mean, I mean, yeah, listen, listen, I, I, I was hoping somebody said eighteen. I, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna go as far as saying that match itself was overrated. I think that match itself. For what it was, what, all it was ever going to be, because of the lim- in-ring limitations of the Rock and Hulk Hogan, in my opinion, it's far exceeded the expectations. But the problem is that be- because that moment was so big and so explosive, everything else that was approaching good on that show seems mediocre, and everything that was below good seems like total complete garbage. Like it, it was a it was a domino effect starting from that. Nothing on that show was near strong enough to live up to that match. Nothing that happened before or after. So I don't necessarily think that match is overrated, but the show as a whole, yeah. people remember that WrestleMania as being so good, but it's because of that one match. And outside of that... I don't, I don't like the fact that when people say too, like, if you put the match on mute, the match is bad. Like, you need... Wrestling fans yeah. are, are part of the show. Like, crowd interaction right. wrestling. That's why the pandemic era was so bad to watch, because there was no fans. It's hard to interact when you can't hear noise and you the don't funny, see who's in The funny thing about the pandemic era, like, I, I was... 
my parents would pick that time to like want to watch wrestling with me and you don't know how ridiculous wrestling is without the crowd like right. I, I, mm-hmm. I can hear every spot everything they're saying during the match like everything like like and and, and for one thing i think like the matches without the crowd i think the match goes a little bit too too slow so it's like yeah, yeah. like if you don't <laughs> we never really envisioned you know a wrestling show without a fans but yeah. like when the pandemic happened we all were like i cannot wait fans i cannot wait yeah. for fans to come back. Yeah. Like, there are just certain things that take place with no fans that, like you feel like you shouldn't see or hear like i remember i don't remember if it was a mania or whatever but it was a, a ladder match with like the usos and the new day or anything like that and jay pulls down the the belt from the ladder and you hear the velcro <laughs> i was like what the <laughs> hell is that oh my god <laughs> getting behind the scenes right there bro like any wrestling if you look at the pandemic era most of the matches you know even when they had the little fans interact like you heard a little bit of noise but it still was hard to get through because you only envision it like okay what would this match have really been like with a big audience you know what i mean like imagine yeah. this match if we had a, a massive stadium packed full of people right. you know what i mean like the right. energy is different like and then what? Oh, no, 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 go, 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 go. no, go I want to say like, and then what made it even worse was like, they, they brought like, w- when they were allowed to have like people like they, they brought like in NXT stars to act like the crowd, you know what I mean? Like that's, right. that, that's kind of, I, I kind of didn't, didn't rock with that either. Yeah. yeah the unfortunate- like, they brought like the fans, the little interaction that, that we could get with the fans in there. But I mean, that still was like, it was, it wasn't enough noise. You know what I mean? Like the unfortunate thing about it is that a lot of matches that happened during that era, that should go down as something way bigger than they were or not because the like perfect example is Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles on SmackDown and that IC title tournament they had that should go down as one of the best weekly televised matches of all time, right up there with John Cena and Shawn Michaels and CM Punk and John Cena, but it won't, nobody remembers it because everyone tries to forget the empty arena era. And uh, it's just a shame that a match like that gets forgotten because of everything that was going on. See that's the point though. Like, why would well, you- why are you, why are you gonna watch something? First of all, th- th- this is this is what I hate this shit because because this is how you know yeah, what, how I'm pissed off. You can't take away something that makes Hogan and Rock so valuable to the product. A lot of their shit is based on based off of crowd reaction. You're Everything taking away the character. That's why the match was so great because everybody was so hyped up about it. I hate that shit. Who the fuck is gonna willingly sit there Eat. and watch him and watch a match with no and, volume? And, and, and you also, that, you're, you're straight up lying. And also, <laughs> like, I wouldn't watch Undertaker Shawn Michaels 25 without volume because the crowd going, "Oh my god, he kicked out of the tombstone," makes the match so much better. Are you gonna like, watch Brock versus Taker without volume? Here, right, the that crowd go, <gasps> right. Takes away from, from it takes away on, from man. everything. You can't that hear shit, anything. Man. Wrestling is nothing without its fans. And if exactly. you mute the TV, you are taking away the oh, aspect man. of a fan base. Exactly. Let's stop that. Especially yeah. two guys in the history of professional wrestling whose characters relied heavily on crowd reactions. Stop that right. shit. Come on, man. We're not doing that. You're taking away their gimmick. And you miss the story of the match too. If you if you Come take on, away man. the crowd, the crowd literally turns on rock and gets behind Hogan, you're missing the whole point, the whole story of that entire match. Plus, I love you, man. And plus, and plus, like, if if you if you mute the TV, you can't hear the crowd sing Seth Rollins' song. So it's like... Exactly. Like, He's just dancing. Like, 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 Hogan and Rock is the only match that people say they can't watch without volume. Because that's not... It's not supposed <laughs> to be... Bro, it's not supposed to be a technically gifted match. You need the crowd for that match. It doesn't matter. The crowd, does the crowd help make the match? Yes, but it's two of the most pol- polarizing figures of professional wrestling going head to head. You need crowd reactions for that. 
What y'all don't understand? Plus, I don't understand either. Yeah. Like, why would you want to watch a match with no crowd? Yeah, right? That point Weird. is, I, I don't even understand the point of bringing that's, it up. Honestly. That's why the valid, that's not an argument for me. Like, why would no, you want to sit not. there and watch a match with no audience? That is that, that that takes away part of the match. The audience is a part of the yeah. match. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, real quick, KFAB Wrestling, that this this has almost nothing to do. You're just the one who brought it up. I understand this wasn't your point. I'm just regarding that argument that you say people are making. It's a stupid argument. Like, what's the what's the point of even bringing that up? That, like, yeah, that I don't know. Sense. Anyway, somebody, and then somebody said, crowd, somebody said crowd or not, that match was trash. Crazy to me. Let, let's let, in let, ring. For, for the in ring work, it's basic, insane. but doesn't matter. It's insane. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, the, the crowd interaction would say not that. everyone has to do right. like fifty near falls in a match. Right. That's what I'm saying. Head. Like, 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 take for example the just you know last month Roman versus Sammy. For the first five minutes, they didn't do anything. Yeah, the, the, the crowd was and going the crowd crazy was going Sammy, nuts uh, because the crowd makes the match. Like I was, just, I was going nuts about that, man. Like they literally sit there for like a period of time before they even locked up. You know what I mean? Like the crowd just can't let the crowd interact and, and, and you know interact with the match. Yeah. That's part of the that's part of the show. Like that's that's how you get fans involved to make it feel like they're a part of the show. Anyway, exactly. so I mean, you always uh, want to be there for those moments. Yeah. I hope you're watching Revolution on mute tonight. I don't think gonna, I don't think anybody gonna do that. Uh, let's go into the next one. Crazy. Uh, I'm sorry, I got so mad. I'm I didn't I haven't gotten mad like that in a while. I'm sorry. Keep going. My bad. Before I get pissed off again. Shit. Uh, underrated no. WrestleMania match. No. What's your, what's your guys' underrated no. WrestleMania match? Any event that you guys got? Oh, I got that uh, underrated match and event. Let me see this. Uh, my mo my I think uh the most underrated WrestleMania match it happened at the Pandemania. It's that uh, triple threat uh, SmackDown tag team ladder match between Jimmy Uso, John Morrison, and Kofi Kingston. I, I really enjoyed it. Afterwards, I was like, yo, for a pandemic era match, this was actually pretty good. Um, I thought they did a great job putting the most athletic guys in the match, and they, they tore the house down with the spots. Both, like, all three of those guys are, especially Jimmy Uso, I didn't realize how, like, technical he actually is. So he, that match was actually pretty good. And event, I loved, uh, I love, I loved that match. And my, most underrated mania would probably be WrestleMania 24. I love WrestleMania 24. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to start with mine. I want to say my most underrated WrestleMania show would be WrestleMania 22. I feel like that one doesn't get talked about enough because WrestleMania 22 I thought was really good. The Money in the Bank ladder match with RVD, one of the Money in the Bank. Uh, you had Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon, which I thought was a really good match for what it was. Obviously, you know, Vince was old, but Shawn Michaels did what he had to do to, to carry Vince in that match. The hardcore match, Edge and McFoley, Rey Mysterio becoming the world champion. The main event, Cena and Triple H, which I thought was really good with the crowd interactions and fan interactions. Like, overall, I think that WrestleMania doesn't get talked about enough. I think it's a really good overall WrestleMania. Uh, underrated WrestleMania match, honestly, I don't think a lot of people may like to answer, but... Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior is a masterpiece for me, bro. I, I've gone back and rewatched that match so many times. Like mm -hmm. Hogan and Warrior, WrestleMania six mm -hmm. for two guys who aren't technically like gifted in the ring and are very limited for what they do. I ain't gonna lie, that that match hit for me, bro. I, I was invested into that match. Biggie you know, loved that match. Two big mini men. Yeah, two big mini men. Bumping me, damn bro. That match to me is is a masterpiece. I've gone back and rewatched mm -hmm. that match so many times. Like. Everything about mm -hmm. it and the build up too, like around that time frame, you didn't have two baby faces like that facing off against each other for two. I mean, the icy title was just as important as the world title back then, you know what I mean? Like they elevated the icy title up a lot in that time. So you have two guys who 
where the two biggest stars in the company around that time facing off for the two biggest titles, like <clears throat> that 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 shit hit. That shit hit for me. So I'm gonna say that one for me. What about you, Pat? What you got? Uh, for my underrated show, I also had WrestleMania 22 for all of the reasons you listed. I thought it's one that just doesn't get, you know, 21 gets a lot of shine and, and everything like that. And I feel like it just kind of overshadows the following year, but I thought 22 was a great WrestleMania. Uh, and for my underrated match, uh, I kind of went recent just because I feel like I could have gone back and searched, but I, I just, it was one of the last topics I was looking at and everything like that. So, um, I went, uh, Riddle versus Sheamus at 37. That's for the United States was, title, it was, oh, yeah. I thought it was no, yeah. one of the most hard hitting matches. I've seen. Yeah, hard hitting matches. That bro kick at the end was great. Like it just, it was a good match all around. And so I, that's what I picked for my underrated match. That match definitely hit. I, ain't I also had just as a like a sidebar. Uh, even though it, it, you know, it wasn't a technical masterpiece or anything like that. Uh, I put AJ Styles versus Shane. Yeah, I thought for what it was, it, it really wasn't that bad. No, I mean that was a great match. Uh, Jay, okay with it. <laughs> Can't I'm have piggy- my emotions. I'm gonna piggyback off of Pat uh, and say I'm gonna say WrestleMania 33 doesn't get enough love because of the main event. Obviously, um, a lot of people don't like that main event, but overall, it was a good show. I, I was gonna say 28, but I feel like a lot of people are starting to appreciate 28 more because, like, of how special like it is to see John Cena these days and The Rock's not around. Uh, but I'm gonna go 33. Like that card was it was a good card. It was a good card, and it wasn't extremely long from what i remember like like 35 long so it was it was a good card just had a really bad main event um but my underrated match i'm going with john cena batista 26 i feel like no one talks about that and that's like two of the biggest stars of like our generation and that was like one of the best matches if not the second best match on that that entire show it was yeah yeah, it was it was it was a good match i mean they would have better matches in my opinion like the next few months but I think that match is good, just doesn't get talked about enough. Facts, 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 facts. Josiah, bro, what you got? Uh, so I think um an underrated WrestleMania is WrestleMania 23, honestly. Uh, I think from start to finish, that mania was, was awesome. I don't think it doesn't get talked about ne- nearly as much as, as it should be, as it, as it should. Um, and then an, an underrated an underrated uh mania match. Um, I forget if it was either a triple threat or a fatal forward, but it was that women's title match. At WrestleMania 33, it was one where Naomi re- returned and she won the, the, the championship. I think that whole match was was, was amazing. I don't think I can talk about it enough. I think she won. I think oh, she won yeah. the, the 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 SmackDown title. I want to say yeah. Yeah, she did. 33? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was in Orlando. Yeah, because yeah. then she brought out that ridiculous glow belt with all the neon on it. Yeah. Okay. And it was nice. Was she's amazing, amazing, amazing. Bring it to the flow. Go ahead, uh, Jay. What you got? Yeah, so underrated WrestleMania match. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at 35. Reason I say that is because when people talk about that match, they talk about the buildup, they talk about the story, they talk about how important Kofi's win was for people like him, right? But what a lot of people don't talk about enough, in my opinion, how underscored it is, is that Kofi got in there with one of the top three wrestlers in the world and he held his ground. I think Kofi went in there and surpassed everyone's expectation. I think. I think a lot of people thought that Kofi's going to get in there and do well, but that mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan was going to carry a lot of that match. But I say bump that. I think Kofi got in there, and that match was completely <coughs> 50-50 across the board. Yeah. Um, so that's a super underrated technical wrestling match. Um, exactly. Underrated event. It's been shouted out a couple of times. I'm going to go with the entire Mania 36 empty arena mania. 
if you look at that card from top to bottom and how well executed the matches were done, and, and again, this this entire show underscores what we were just talking about, right? Is that in fact we had a brief conversation before the show even started about are we even going to count this as a mania? And I do because I think it's an important stepping stone. I think it proved how important the crowd was for WrestleMania. But even without the crowd, you, you, you look at Edge versus Orton, Owens versus Rollins, Drew and Lesnar, I thought was really good for what it was. The Funhouse match, the Boneyard match, Charlotte versus uh, Rhea was a lot better looking back than I thought it was in the moment. There was just a lot of really, really good wrestling at that WrestleMania. And if it had, had a crowd, I think it might have been able to stand up as a top five mania all time. And it, it unfortunately it never will because it didn't have the crowd. But I think there was a lot on that on that show that was really really good. And then the big show ruined it. Ah shit. <laughs> uh, well, and he tried to. He came out. He came out after the show ended. As you saw, you know, after the show ended. So uh, I was supposed to go to that menu too, which is crazy. <laughs> supposed to be there, man, live in person. Uh, what about top three worst WrestleMania main events of all time? The main events. See what you guys have. I'll go first on this one. So uh, my number three, I have Hogan versus Sid at WrestleMania 8. Strictly because you had Hulk Hogan, who was the, the, the pantheon, the greatest superstar in WWF history. And you had Ric Flair, who was the world champion in WCW. You had them both on the same card. Flair was the champion. And yes, I know they were trying to take some of the, the shine off of Hogan because of the steroid trial, but he was still in the main event. For nothing, the fact that you didn't run Hogan versus Flair for the title at WrestleMania Eight is ridiculous, and it's it's an abomination. To be, to so, be fair, though, Flair versus Savage was a good match, though. Was it was, match. it was a great match. But I'm saying, just as an artifact of wrestling, it should have been Hogan versus Flair at WrestleMania Eight. Yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, Roman versus Triple H at WrestleMania Thirty Two. Oh my gosh, that was so bad. God, like literally for like, I remember watching that and like for five minutes, like there was a five minute stint where the audience was only concerned about a piece of confetti stuck to Triple H's head. Like no one cared for that match. It just, no one wanted it to happen. No one was ready to, they weren't ready for it to be Roman at the time. And you know, that's not a dig at Roman. It just wasn't his time. So that's my number two. And my number one, John Cena versus The Miz at WrestleMania 27. Oh yeah. It just, yeah. it just, it, 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 the fact that the, and again, this is, G Baby isn't here, so we can all admit that the Miz is, he's great. He did what he was supposed to do. They gave him the shine in the promo package, but the fact that you were the WWE champion in the main event of WrestleMania, and you were the third most important person of that feud, then he, again, through no faults of his own, got the concussion <laughs> and the Rock build. It just. To me, it's just the worst main event of all time. It's not the worst match of WrestleMania of all time, but for me, it's the worst main event. Not to mention that around that time, I mean, I just didn't feel like The Miz felt like a WrestleMania main event guy at that time. Around that time frame to go up against Cena, like especially when they brought back The Rock, <clears> and we kind of, even though they hadn't announced it yet, but we all kind of knew like The Rock and Cena was going to happen. They already been teasing it at the time, like all oh, this stuff. So mm-hmm. people were just really invested into that in general. So yeah, I, I would do on that one. That one definitely was a. Uh, was a stinker, man. Uh, let's go down the bottom. Jay, what you got, man, on yours? All right, so we're doing top three, right? Yep. Yeah. So I initially came up with a list of uh, of five. So I'm going to throw out the bottom two. You guys are going to think I'm picking on old Terry, but here it goes. <laughs> Number three, Hogan versus Sid Justice, WrestleMania 8. Number two, Hogan <laughs> versus Bundy, WrestleMania 2. 
And number one, Yokozuna versus Bret Hart slash Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 9. That was my um, number four. <laughs> number one stands out on its own for obvious reasons. The booking of that match was absolutely atrocious. In, in, in order to research uh, this show, I went back and, and watched several main events that I was not overly familiar with, uh, at least portions of them, including, again, WrestleMania's 1 through 10. Um, that Those matches with Bundy and Sid Justice, even by Hulk Hogan standards, were some of the worst absolute fucking garbage I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And to this day, honestly, I'm surprised that WrestleMania survived those first 10 years. Maybe it was the draw power of one, three, and five, but those first 10 years of mania were, my God, some of the worst wrestling I've ever seen in my entire life. And if you look at those 10 years, they always would save that. I think they had big moments in those years. That's what yeah, I what guess. And maybe that's what saved them, Malik, because my God. Just moments, yeah. Oh, my God. It, I mean, so you look at in between. I mean, obviously, the first WrestleMania was the first one. Andre yeah. and, and, and Hogan, and then you got the Macho Men yeah. and Elizabeth reuniting, big WrestleMania. Like, they had big moments at the time, so. And by the way, we don't have to talk about these, but I just want to throw these out as honorable mentions. Uh, the Fatal 4-Way at WrestleMania 2000, garbage. Triple H versus Orton at WrestleMania 25 shouldn't have been the main event, and it was, and it suffered for that, and it was garbage. Those were my other two. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to disagree with you on that one. That should have been the main event because that was the best storyline going into that WrestleMania. I just think they should have added a stipulation to yeah. that match. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, if they would have made it, they convoluted it too much. It should have had a stipulation, but it should have gone on before. I believe it would have been received better even without the stipulation, if it had gone on before Sean and Taker, I honestly believe that. I just feel like with the stipulation, like having a WrestleMania one. If you look at the, if you look at the stuff that Randy Orton was doing in that feud, like why would Triple H not want to like break his neck like an right? No, agreed. Like agreed. It was just crazy, but the storyline was incredible. It's one of the best storylines of all time for me. Yeah, the house breaking. The the yeah, that's Stephanie while he was handcuffed. That's yeah. by the way, I should, I should, we're focusing more on it, but I, that's one of the reasons I had it in my top five to begin with is because Malik, the buildup was so good. And then the match fell completely yeah. flat. Mm-hmm. And I, I think agree. in my opinion, it had both to do with the stipulation and the fact that it went on last. I don't think it should. Yeah. I think I, it, it having to follow Taker and Sean kind of like that, the crowd was kind of sucked out of it and they just, right. they weren't, I think if they, again, if they would have had a stipulation to put on a banger, it would have been, but just keeping it straight one-on-one, it, it just, it just didn't live up to what it should have been. Yeah. yeah. All right. That was that was yours. Uh, Lewis, you want to go? Uh, sure. Sure. Uh, all right. My top three worst WrestleMania main events of all time. Uh, Roman versus Taker. That shit was ass. That shit was buns. Get that shit off my screen. Drew versus Brock. The Pandemania. That shit was ass. Nobody clapped for Drew. Eh, inside joke for us but no seriously that match sucked it was a finisher fest i fucking hated it It just terrible and then goldberg versus braun Strowman. it was just everything leading up to that match was just buns it was terrible Strowman was only there because roman had fucking he didn't want to like go back into his cancerous ways and shit and then then that match was also finisher fest i'm both pandemania fucking main events sucked that shit was ass it was it was buns terrible gabricio basura i think i think the boneyard match closed night one oh did it did yeah Yeah. boneyard Boneyard match closed night one damn well i mean too late to to change it now that i mean that match was still (laughs) you know goldberg and braun was still buns i'm I'm on i I i'm on live i'm on live and they caught me you see guys what you lacking bro you see, guys, I, I didn't even know it was the main event, but I'm going to keep it there because that shit was so ass. So. <laughs> I'm going to do mine. I'm going to do uh, – I have Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy, WrestleMania 3. It was terrible. Uh, I have Brett versus Yokozuna at WrestleMania 9 for the yeah. obvious reasons. Like, 
And then my other, last one is Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34. That shit was <sighs> atrocious. I mean, that was that the where worst Roman got busted open. Yeah, that yeah. was. That was a terrible what? example of WWE. <laughs> that was a terrible I, example of WWE booking themselves into a corner because they made the main event with two guys in the company who majority of the fans didn't want either of the guy to be champion. Brock yep. had been champion for almost a year at this point. You both suck. Brock yeah. had been champion for almost a year at this point, and they were ready for Brock to lose the championship. And yeah. They wanted Brock to lose the title, but they didn't want Roman to be the champion either. So, and the match was a bunch of finishers like F5 after F5. Like, Roman got seven F5s in that match, bro. And the story seven was F5. literally no one kicked out of one F5. Roman kicked out F5. No one cared. Like, yeah. it, it was just like he kicked out of a suplex. <laughs> like, it was, it was that it viral was terrible. That viral leaked video of Brock after that match where he goes behind stage and f- chucks the belt at Vince. Yes, that speaks yeah. volumes. Yes. say what say you want what you, what you want about Brock, and I've said things about Brock in the past. Brock understands the business, and Brock knew going into that that it was going to be was absolutely ass. atrocious. Yeah, he she knew. It. What, what, uh, pissed, what, what pissed me off about that Roman and Brock rivalry was like, why did it take almost? dead ass a decade for you guys to realize yeah maybe we should try to do a last man standing match with these guys instead of a regular match like roman versus brock to me screams bad blood like stipulation kind of match like that match would have hit better if it was in a hell in a cell match last man standing match match for all i care like you know what i'm saying not to mention too i think people were even more pissed off because they we all expected roman to win and then he didn't he still lost so yeah literally the funny thing is literally before that that show i hated roman reigns but in the build-up i said he's gonna win anyway i'm just gonna hop on board and i've been a roman fan ever since but when he lost that match i was like really i just hopped on this shit i just hopped on this roman reigns train for nothing he just really just he just fumbled the back okay i still like roman that was the same year i started to hate Dolph Ziggler too, so. looking yeah. back like yeah. i said why wait almost 10 years to finally do an insane stipulation for that rivalry you had so many fucking singles matches and it took for you like it took I guess this past mania to realize, yeah, these guys sucked. Uh, they, they suck with each other in a singles match. Let's add something spicy. Why'd it take so long to do that? Fuck. And, and look what happened. Like, the, 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 the match, match was great. Was great. Yeah. The match was great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 I was there in person. The match I, was, I was there, person. The match I was there too. When uh, I think, I think Pat wanted to say something. Go ahead, Pat. Uh, I was just going to say, I thought, and this doesn't have to do with any of that, with what. Um, Malik had said, I thought Hogan Bundy was WrestleMania 2 because wasn't Andre Hogan WrestleMania 3? Yeah, WrestleMania yeah. 2. WrestleMania 2, yeah. Okay, my bad. I would just, I'm, it was a little nitpick that I had, but y- y'all are good. Y'all are fine. Uh, Josiah, what you got on yours, man? Uh, all right, so Randy versus Triple H at WrestleMania 25. That 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 man was pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, and as I said, uh, as, as I always say, yeah. I had Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania 34, but I also had a tie between that one and Roman versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 33. Uh, I did, I did think that that Roman was probably gonna win that match, but I just didn't think it was gonna happen that way. You know what I'm saying? Like they kind of made Undertaker look a little bit weak, and I didn't, I didn't like that at all. Um, 
And then the and then the, the last one, I mean, I don't know how much hate I'm going to get, but I mean, like the women's triple threat match, that match sucked. I mean, I'm not, not going to lie to you, that match was awesome. Wasn't great. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> it's women's overrated. history month. It's it's, it's, it's it's women's history month, but I mean, hey, it's that match was awful. I'm, I'm sorry. Like I, it's especially like when they when they announced that it was going to be the main event WrestleMania, like I, I didn't care for it. Like I, I wasn't like hyped about it. I was I was I wasn't hyped about the build up. I was I would have been happy. I would have been happier if they did Ronda and Becky. I probably would have been more in. I probably would have would have would have been more, more into that, but they never made it a triple threat. Winner take all. It was kind of no. I, I I didn't like it at all. So yeah. Nah. What's crazy is now I feel like once they tried to make Ronda and Becky happen, nobody's really gonna give a shit like they would have in twenty. Exactly because like because like not Becky's saying that they won't so... give a shit. They just won't give uh, give Becky... more of a fuck when it was supposed to happen. Be... Becky was so yeah. over during that time. Like she was extremely over. And when she announced that she was going to challenge Ronda Rousey, and much, I think everybody didn't like Ronda Rousey, like what they were starting to not like Ronda Rousey during this time. So we all knew that that match was going to be pretty good, and then we all knew that like if Becky Lynch would would have would would have been the one to finally beat Ronda after no, nobody else would, that would have been like amazing. It would have been like good. good not, looking, but I mean, not to mention that Oscar had a lot of positive momentum after she beat Becky at the Royal Rumble, and Be mm -hmm. Oscar just got royally boned in that whole thing. And like, she was that, on that's the something that that goes forgotten is that Oscar had to eat it in order for that match to happen. And yeah, that's I, why I like what they're doing day, Oscar I, now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, the match was all right. Uh, the Roman and Taker match, it is one of the worst ones, but I kind of can't fault for what it was. It's because I've, I've seen the documentaries. Yeah, and there he go making exceptions for Roman chat. He just doesn't want to do it. Yo. There he goes. Uh, <laughs> there, there he goes. I know how bad, <laughs> uh, shape Taker was in like Undertaker even said himself he shouldn't have been in the ring that year. So yeah. the fact that that match even happened, you could look at it too if you go to the Royal Rumble. Like he was out of shape and everything, and needed like the hit replacement. And it was so it got cringy for me. Like when I think they went for like the tombstone and like he couldn't pick him up or something like that. Like, yeah, right, like, yeah, tombstone. Right. I was like, oh man, this is like you see. I think that, I think TJ, super spirit. I didn't. I, I, I didn't like that. You you see TJ yeah. like you, what's crazy was is even though it was an accident. Nia breaking Becky's nose is what made Becky even popular. And so, like, everybody knew Becky versus Ronda Survivor Series. That was way too big of a match to have a Survivor mm. Series. That was when Becky was, like, she was getting shot up to the moon. But Peak. Nia breaking her face is what fucking put Becky to Earth Peak. 2, bro. Like, that's what skyrocketed her into, I mean, into the that, bro. Like, <laughs> like... That match should have that, that singles match should have happened at that mania, and then you could have had you could have done a, did a fucking run back to team Deep. Charlotte Tax. and Oscar some shit. You could have done that. Go ahead, Nate. Floor is yours. Uh, well, I mean, I gotta go Roman Triple H. That that was the first WrestleMania I saw like full length live, and that I was disappointed. I just uh, and then WrestleMania twenty five Orton and uh, Triple H. I remember watching that like on my phone, like watching like on YouTube. I fell asleep. That match is boring beyond fucking belief. It's terrible. Like it's, it should have been no house bar. And I saw it in the comments. I've never watched this match because like of who's in it, but Bam Bam versus Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else has seen that match. I've never seen it because it's just <laughs> like, why would I watch Bam Bam Bigelow and Lawrence Taylor? Shout out Bam Bam, by the way. Yeah, great, I mean, great big man. But like, <laughs> I watched that match, Nate, as part of my research. I thought about putting it in my top five. But ultimately, I, I can't really. Lawrence Taylor came out of it looking like a polished turd. I mean, 
Bam Bam did everything he could with he him. Try, yeah. Um, but I mean, at the time, I understand why Vince felt he needed to do it. But in retrospect, I can't really hold Lawrence Taylor accountable for. No. I mean, he's a football player, you know. I, yeah, it's a lot of pressure to to put. Right. Him. Yeah. 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 Won the match like, with a top rope shoulder tackle. Yes, sir. Oh, sorry, a middle rope shoulder tackle, not even a top <laughs> rope. Top rope. Well, we ain't going that high. Hold on. What you gonna do when a man who snort cocaine, uh, you know, every game just goes on you like that? <laughs> what you gonna do, man? Damn, Lewis, relax. He gonna, he gonna. <laughs> I'm not even sure that's PG. Whoa, <laughs> hold on, bro. Relax. PG meets PC. How you guys doing? All oh, right, so God. moving on to the next one. Top five biggest WrestleMania matches of all time. So we already did our personal favorites. Now we're doing the biggest, as far as box office attraction and impact. All the above. Uh, who wants to start? Let's start with Josiah, bro. He didn't start yet. So, what's up, Josiah? Uh, all right. So, top five biggest mania matches. So, um, I did put Rock versus Cena one and two. I mean, I think both matches are, I, th- I think the, the, the first one was like, you know, more, but I think the second one was like equally because I mean, it's, it's still the Rock and John Cena. I mean, come on now. Um, and then you got uh, the, the Rock versus Hulk Hogan at, you know, WrestleMania, what was it, 17, 18, 18? 18. Yeah, so, I mean, like, that was that was box office. It was, it was amazing, you know what I'm saying? The atmosphere, the crowd, the impact, it was awesome. Um, also got uh, Hogan versus Warrior, t- freaking the title t- for title. I mean, we haven't seen that at, at the time. Like, we, we, we never ever seen that, at, especially at WrestleMania. And the outcome was was awesome, too, because, I mean, like, it pushed Ultimate Warrior as well. So it was, it was, it was pretty dope. And, um... And also the women's triple threat. I mean, you know, it was it made history. You know what I'm saying? Like the women main event at WrestleMania, and I think that was like probably one of the biggest matches for the for the women like ever. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's my top five. All right, all right, valid, valid. Nate, what about you, man? What you got on yours? I got. Uh, I know we all hate him, but you have to put this match: Hogan, Andre, the the body slam heard around the world. That's just like one of the first WrestleMania moments. I think the first WrestleMania moment, like like true WrestleMania moment yeah. that like would be replayed for years. Um, Rock versus Cena, that was just generation versus generation. Like, like the whole build up today. I couldn't watch WrestleMania, but I was super excited for that match. Like, I was so excited to see the results after that show ended, bro. Like, just the energy. It, it's crazy. This was back when WrestleMania was on pay per view, bro. I exactly. Had to, I, I had to beg my mom to order that shit, bro. I had crazy. To, literally, bro. I couldn't miss that shit. Like, please, <laughs> I'll do anything. Please. Just buy it. Um, now I would say Bianca, Sasha, two African American. Black women, whatever you want to call them, main eventing WrestleMania. Just Bianca crying before the match, but I cried too. And then, like, the blackest thing I think in WWE history since Teddy Long's wedding, freaking Bianca's parents jumping the barricade. Like, nobody else's family's doing that, bro. Say like, with that, your chest, Nate. Say that's, with that's, your that's, chest. No one else's family doing that. Like, we do that, bro. That's what it is. Hey, bro, that's, that's, what that's what they do. I was like, oh my God, this, all right. And then uh, I put Sean Brett, I think that was. 12 WrestleMania 12, yeah, right? WrestleMania. Yeah, the Iron Man match. I actually watched that for the first time yesterday. It's not a bad match. A lot of people say it's boring, but they paced it themselves very well. And like right when you like are about to get bored, like they do something to like bring you back into the match. And I didn't wa- I watched it like without watching the rest of the show. So I don't know how it feels to watch that match after you've already watched wrestling. But it was the first Iron Man match. It really showed like how good like Bret Hart and Sean actually are show that the, the future, at least at the time of the WWF was in good hands. Of course, Bret would leave, but Sean like and Bret submitted themselves as two of the best to ever do it. And then Macho Man and Steamboat. I mean that, that like Jay Dar spoke on it earlier. Uh, it's, it's like, you could, you could probably put that in a, on a card today and it would, it would, it would fit. Like it, it was ahead of its time. 
And honestly, I, it influenced a lot of like the style we see today. Like you see that a lot of that style today. So uh, I've, I've heard a lot of people like talk about it in high regard. So that, that's like a very good match. Lewis, what you got, man? I'll start with you. All right, my bad. Let me just pull it on my notes. Just pulling on my notes real quick. All right. Um, all right. So my number one uh, biggest match of all time is uh, Dolph Ziggler and Biggie Langston against Team Hell No. Um, think. Huh? <laughs> 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 I try to catch y'all off guard. I, it didn't work. That's an L on me. Again. No, you saw it in my eyes. I was just, I didn't want to say that. I, I was waiting I, to I, hear I, if you were sincere, I didn't want to, like, like, I, 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 I knew he wasn't being serious. I, I wanted to I wait. Wanna, wait bro. I, I didn't want to say that either. So he's like, wait, okay. Now, what's crazy was, on my phone, what's crazy was, on my phone, I pulled up Dolph Ziggler WrestleMania matches because I don't know anyone he got. To be honest exactly, with you. Jay, I'm sorry. I don't know any match he had besides that one, bro. I had to. And he got clapped by Otis. Yeah, he really <laughs> fought Otis, huh? Why is there graphic? Why is there graphic of him like, versus Brock Lesnar? Did you make that, Jade? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Hey, I uh, I, I like the Hey, that's the match that Jade wanted at WrestleMania right there. That's what get, that, get, out, get that out of here. Right, right, right. I mean, I mean, it's just gonna happen. Uh, kick him up the class. The real, what you, you got your real top five? Oh my god, there you go, Jade. That's way better. There you go. <laughs> there we go. There yeah. we go. Damn, the beard. Uh -huh. I'm still surprised he won that. All right, so my top five biggest WrestleMania matches of all time: uh, Brock versus Roman, WrestleMania 38. That's the unification. I mean, it, on paper, on paper, it is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. On paper, it is. Uh, got the two world champions unifying the titles. I mean, the most stupendous WrestleMania of all time. So there you go. Um, WrestleMania 17, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus that bitch Maivia. Uh, Stone Cold just whooped his ass. Um, it was great. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, HBK versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. I believe that's Mania 14, right? Yeah, it is Mania 14. That, yeah. That, 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 man, that mania in general, I love that mania. That mania in general, <laughs> that match, I mean, don't get better than that. I believe that was a uh, Mike Tyson, right? Where he came yep. to shock HBK. Tyson, yeah. Tyson, man. It's the whisper. All right, yeah. oh, my so, back. and then and then abdominal stretch. All right, um, and then WrestleMania three, Hogan versus Andre. You got to have that on there just because of the history it had behind professional wrestling box office of it the moment of that match so you definitely gotta have that and then uh john cena versus uh my vs bitch ass at 28 i mean once again you got i ain't gotta say nothing about that match you already know i can't talk today i'm sorry i can't talk i apologize once in a lifetime quote unquote you know once in a lifetime so nice they had to do it twice they yeah. never had a second match. I don't remember it. Once in a lifetime. I'll do mine. Uh, mine is a little bit a uh, little bit different, too. I have Hulk Hogan versus Andre wow. the Giant for obvious reasons. The impact uh, that was the first biggest match WWE ever did. And, you know, it was it was for the importance of the reasons. <clears> that <has throat> there. Hogan versus Warrior, ultimate challenge, title for title up to that point. I mean, you never seen two, like I said, two baby faces colliding at WrestleMania and the Intercontinental title around that time, which is as important as the world title. That was like the workhorse title. Like if you won the Intercontinental title, you're pretty much guaranteed to win the world title at some point. You know what I mean? That was a good sign. So um I have to go with that one. Hulk Hogan and The Rock, WrestleMania 18, iconic. Uh Undertaker <clears throat> versus Shawn Michaels, Street versus Career is, is on is on mine. Uh, no. that to me I think was the first time 
for a lot of people that they really didn't know Undertaker was going to win at WrestleMania. Like, I don't think a lot of people really knew the outcome of that match. Uh, Sean was really, Sean still had a few good left in wrestling, you know, uh, before he retired. And the fact that, you know, the rematch, obviously him being obsessed with ending the streak and the whole storyline build up, like, I legit did not know what was going to happen in that match. Like, this is the first time I possibly thought Taker could lose at WrestleMania. But then again, I was like, Sean's not going to retire, though, right? Like, why would he retire? Like, and so I honestly just didn't know what was going to go down. And then The Rock versus John Cena at WrestleMania 28 would also be online. I mean, you have mm-hmm. two guys from two different generations. It's like Attitude Era versus Ruthless Aggression Era. Like, two guys from two different generations that you only could dream about happening. And the fact that they collided. It's, 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 it's still <clears throat> to me that the match actually happened. Like it's in the match that 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 WrestleMania pay per view actually is the most bought WrestleMania pay per view of all time. So that speaks that speaks volumes. What's about uh, what about you, uh, Jay? What's going to Jay? Then we're going to Pat. <sighs> yeah. So I mean, my my entire list has pretty much been taken. I'm going to try and call out a couple of things. Um, number one, I wanted to shout out, and I, I had to go back and do some research, and I had to go back and watch this for myself. Um, Can you guys imagine how big WrestleMania was being touted at the time at the first WrestleMania and how much pressure was on the roster to make it good? Now, imagine that you're the first guys up. Like, the the first match at the first WrestleMania was Tito Santana versus the Executioner Buddy Rose. No one remembers that match. No one talks about it. But, I mean, they quite literally set the bar like there's no other way to put it um, and, and it's actually a decent watch I, I would recommend you go back and watch it um tlc2 mania uh tlc2 at mania uh, x7 just kind of showed that the previous SummerSlam tlc wasn't a fluke and that tag team wrestling was a huge part of wwf yeah. i mean that didn't stick around but um it brought it to it brought it to the mainstream at the time um and, and showed everyone uh, the tag team wrestling was just as much of a part of the card as anything else um uh, obviously, uh, I, I did have the women's triple threat uh, up there as well. I mean, it was Ronda Rousey, who was one of the hottest athletes in the world at the time, popularity-wise. Um, and then the popularity of Becky Lynch, the first women's main event, obviously. I had Rock versus Cena at WrestleMania 28. Um, and then I did have Lesnar versus Roman at WrestleMania 38 as well. Again, like Lewis said, regardless of what you think about either guy, regardless of what you think about how the match went on paper, that quite literally was the biggest wrestling. And then just a shout out to um, Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels, the retirement match as well, just because most of mine were taken. Um, obviously <laughs> it was huge. That brought a lot of eyes to the show as well. So, uh, Pat, what you got, what you got on your list? Uh, okay. So as my number six, uh, I know what we're doing top five, but just as my number six, I put both of the main events for 25 because it set the precedent of these are the new stars. These are the new people who we are strapping the rocket to. So the, Cena JBL match and the Batista Triple H match. Like I have that just as my honorable mention, I guess. Again, just because it set the standard of these are the new guys who are pushing as the face of the company. It's as you know, the the changing of the guard, so to speak. Uh so I have that as my number six. Uh number five, I have uh Andre versus Hogan at WrestleMania three for obvious reasons. Most people took that one. Uh for number four, I have the I have WrestleMania. I have the triple threat because for Daniel Bryan to literally not only go from being becoming the the sensational star that he was in wrestling, but the Yes Movement taking over everything, it was on Good Morning America. They were doing it in football stadiums and baseball stadiums. Like it was just, it was such a huge deal at the time that it just kind of it moved past being more than wrestling. Like so many people were behind the Yes Movement. 
so I have that as my number four. Uh, number three, I have The Rock versus Hogan. That it goes without saying, you know, again, two of the greatest superstars of all time. Number three, I have uh, The Rock versus John Cena at WrestleMania 28. That again, just goes without saying. And uh, number one, I have uh, Austin versus The Rock at WrestleMania 17, the heel turn. Understandable, valid, valid. Yeah. This is a good option, man. It's a good option. The next one's interesting. I want to see people have on here. So we're talking WrestleMania theme. What's the greatest WrestleMania theme song of all time for you? A lot of there've been a lot of great WrestleMania themes, but I want to see because I feel like everybody has a different answer or similar answers with everyone's. Um, so I want to see what everybody else has to say with theirs. So Jay, what you got for yours? Uh, I've got. I, I took into account the quality of the track. Uh, I took into account how fitting it was for the time and how fitting it was for that particular show and the matches that were on that card. And after taking all that into consideration, I came, I came to my way at WrestleMania X seven. I mean, I hear my, I hear my way. I'm just, it randomly comes up on the radio and and I think about WrestleMania X seven every time I hear it. And there are other tracks that lead you to do that as well. And I'm sure everyone, you know, other people are going to mention them, but I don't think any song encapsulated a show and the biggest matches on that show more than my way did at, mm-hmm. at the time, obviously Limp Biscuit, one of the hottest acts in the world at the time as well. So that didn't hurt. Yeah, um, but yeah, my, my way, I think definitely was <coughs> an amazing fit for that particular yeah. WrestleMania. All right. All right. All right. Nice. Pat, what you got, man? Uh, I, man, it took me a while. Cause like, I'm just such a big music person. And so I literally went and like looked them all up and listened to. I put them on a playlist and listened to them all today. And some I preferred, some to others. Some kind of have like, like a nostalgia bias to me. Like they're just songs that I have still like in rotation today. But right, right. Uh, the first song I have two, and one uh, again. I don't know the title of the track, but it's "Ladies and Gentlemen." Saliva. WrestleMania twenty three. Uh, yeah, WrestleMania twenty three. Ladies and gentlemen. Is it just called "Ladies and Gentlemen"? Okay, well then, then yes. Like that song, just I don't know, just something about it. It just sticks with me. I'm very big fan of dad rock. I guess that's what they touted it as nowadays. But yeah, so that one, and the other one is Invincible by Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, I thought it was just a, it fit for John Cena and the, you know, for the fight that, you know, he was coming in thinking he was untouchable, thinking he was invincible. He was John Cena after all. Uh, it wasn't great live, you know, no diss to MGK. I am an MGK fan. Y'all can hate me in the comments if you want. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so those are those are my two, and of course the original WrestleMania theme song because it's a pain. <laughs> Shout out! Uh, what about you, Lewis? What you got, man, for yours? Written in the stars, a million yeah. miles away. Mine. WrestleMania mine. twenty-seven. Come yep. on, man. Come yep, that's mine. It's so beautiful. I I listen to it all the time, and it's just so. Oh, so good. So that's good. My, that was a close number two for me. That's in my top three. It's in my top three. Runner up was Mania 28, though. That was, that was runner up. My, which one? The Flow Rider or MGK one? MGK, bro. What the fuck? Yes, sir. I, I think that Flow Rider one was, was, was underrated, too. I like, I like that one as well. Which one was that one? Was it My House? Good feeling. Good feeling. Nah, yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. Oh, good feeling. Okay. Oh, yeah. My House was a good one, too. My House right was good. I just, thought it was good though. Yeah. Uh, you, said, yeah. you, said, you said yours is the same. It's twenty seven, and that and that and that uh that uh that Florida song. Florida. Yeah. Oh, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, what you got? What's yours, man? What's yours? So Jade already said my way, Limb Biscuit, and y'all already said like uh the the WrestleMania twenty eight uh like though that's just nostalgia for me. I like my house uh for thirty two. 
that I it just it just made WrestleMania feel big. But I'm gonna shout out the weekend for like someone said I want to hear RB tracks for WrestleMania. Bro, Re- weekend yeah, makes WrestleMania that. feel like WrestleMania, like his songs just perfectly fit what WrestleMania is. Yeah. Like yeah. If, it, if this was like 10 years ago, like when they were using rock, like yeah, because wrestling was different, WWE was different, but now WrestleMania is just a larger than life big one big wrestling party. And the weekend encompasses all that and whatever track they choose. I mean, Blinded by the Light was in my top five, honestly. Yes, Blinded yeah. by the Light is a wonderful. So that's song. what I'm saying. Like the, they've used the weekend a few times, but they also like I feel like he's like the new generation's flow rider because they use yeah. flow, a bunch of different flow rider yes. songs. Like he just makes. Yeah, he makes songs that. Yeah, yeah, he makes songs that cater to the audience because WrestleMania. It's like the one show of the year that you don't necessarily have to be a wrestling fan to watch right. because of the spectacle right. that it's it is. So they, yeah, so they include popular, like, you really think, like, diehard football fans want to see Rihanna sing or listen to Rihanna? Like, not really. Like, so, the game, yeah. yeah, they want to watch the game. So, but they know that she's a big name star and it's going to produce more of an audience. So that's why they picked her for the halftime show. Like, let's be real. Right, so for that. me, we got to perform though one of these manias. But I'm getting um, tired of them. Getting WrestleMania, tired. WrestleMania 17. Obviously, my way is in my top three. So it was written in the stars. But my number one is is definitely WrestleMania 23, ladies and gentlemen. That shit is oh, that's that's, that's a live thing, man. That, I, I remember. I mean, I was. Uh, I was, uh, I don't know, I was seven, so I was like, I was like ten years old around that time. But like, I every time I, every time I hear that song, I like Jade said, I think of WrestleMania 23. I think of the promo packages. Like, I can envision, I, I, I could, I could see it in my brain. Like, I could see mm-hmm. the, the promo package build up. Like the, 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 it's just that to me. I probably listen to more anything. I will say two honorable mentions for me. Uh, would be WrestleMania 19, Crack Addict by Limp Bizkit. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a good one. That one, that's a good one. That one was Crack tough. Addict was good. And then uh, WrestleMania 31, Rise Up. I actually really love that one, too. WrestleMania 31. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That one I really no, liked, too. So, I don't remember how I went. Exactly. Uh, hold on. So real quick, oh, before we move on up. to the next question, y'all ever listen to like just a regular ass song and they and, and they got a hint of wrestling in there? Like when you listen to Six Foot, Seven Foot, and Lil Wayne says Andre the Giant, like I'm like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I also, it's different. I, I feel like we can't discuss themes without also talking about promo packages. So, shout out to Monster from WrestleMania 30. Yes, one of the best promo packages. And then, shout out to um, Sad But True. I can't remember what, what Undertaker match was it that they did a Sad But True. Um, they, they played Sad But True for, for a, a hype video for The Undertaker. I can't oh, remember man. which one it was. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, but shout out the memory remains by Metallica though for that We talking WrestleMania <laughs> promo package, the streak versus career. No, nah, I'm yeah, about to say that. It took that me hill? just now. I took t- it took me just now to realize that that was the song that I was while I was playing. I made running a video the, about that me, a long time ago. Like me, when running I, up, the running up the hill, that's the greatest WrestleMania. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's shit, bro. Yeah, you can literally watch that promo package and get the whole story. And when they played that on Stranger Things, I was like, wait a minute, I know this song. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I said in my video. Also, uh, just another slight one, um, because you know, Lewis being the diehard Broken Dreams fan, uh, the Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt feud, the group that that does Broken Dreams, they have like the beginning of the the promo package is like the sixty seconds of like gothic music for the Undertaker, and then there's a brief song done by that band it's called Shaman's Harvest, and it's called 
uh, I'm something in the darkness or something like that. But it's an amazing track. If y'all haven't seen it or heard it, it's on YouTube. Just Google Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt promo song. It's an amazing song. Uh, but yeah, Monster was was great. Monster. Running up that hill was amazing. Absolutely. Uh, in my way. In my way. Yeah, my way up. stands alone what it is. I even liked uh, Legacy by Eminem for the Bray Wyatt John Cena feud. That was a good one. That was tough. Uh, a shout out to Nas and Hate Me Now. Like when Miz used that, yeah. that, yeah, was, that was perfect tough. for Miz. That was, was like, perfect. damn. Another one, that. another one, one more before I throw out there before we move on was the WrestleMania 25 between Orton and Triple H. It was ACDC. It's uh, uh-huh. the ACDC song in there. It was called, oh, yeah, uh, War, yeah, yeah. It was called War Machine. War that, Machine. Uh, was, was pretty sick too. So uh, the last two, let's get into this one. Shocking moment in WrestleMania history besides the streak. Obviously, the streak. Can I go first? Because I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go a different way for this one. I don't know. Maybe, maybe all of you went the same way I did. Dolph Ziggler cashing in on the night what? after WrestleMania doesn't count, Jay. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Well, I'll move to number two then. I'll move to number two. <laughs> just, just to be clear, yeah. you cannot, you cannot say the streak because obviously the streak is number one. It will never no, obviously. But, but I think, in my opinion, in the moment, watching WrestleMania 30, to me, based on how – because I could watch Lesnar versus Taker, and I was 50-50 on it, honestly. I, I thought there was a good chance Lesnar might win that match. I wasn't overly surprised. But what blew me away and, – and, again, it's probably going to piss a couple of you guys off. I'm sorry ahead of time. Bray Wyatt should have beaten John Cena at WrestleMania no, 30. And in the moment, in the moment – I was like, listen, John's the guy. I get it. He has to understand wrestling enough to know that Bray Wyatt needs to get this win. It will not hurt John Cena to take the loss. They could find a way to do it. And the fact that John Cena not only won, but won clean as a whistle, restrained himself from falling for Bray Wyatt's demons and all that shit, and then still won the match. I, to this day, I don't understand it. If you're a John Cena fan, I get it. From a booking perspective, from a storytelling perspective, to this day, I still don't understand it. And I had to pause the network at the time. And you Did guys that know happen? that's a risk at the time. So I had to pause the network because I could not believe what was happening when Bray Wyatt lost. Did did, did that I happen think... before or, or, or after uh, they had that steel cage match? Before or after or before. Before. before? That was the first match of the series. I think my thing yeah. with those type of matches is that people can lose certain matches for me it's just how you it's what you do with them after you lose something like that like bray wyatt lost a feud i think hurt him more than anything because same with when he beat rusev at wrestlemania like i didn't have an issue with that made him to say i quit the next pay-per-view it's just they they booked after that rusev is quitting to cena like they booked him terribly after that that finish like you can lose matches and still look fine i mean if you look at kane at wrestlemania 14 when he lost yeah. Undertaker, but then after the match, he destroyed the Undertaker and walked out of the ring by himself. You know what I mean? So <laughs> there are ways you could still lose matches and be fine. I definitely think Bray winning that mania would have been huge for him, but even if he had won, I still don't think he would have won the feud overall. I mean, he would have lost two back to back matches to John Cena because they were. But at that point, at that point, though, Malik, if he loses those next two matches, in my opinion, it's fine because he took the mania win. And that is the sweetest win that you could have gotten out of any. Again, if you're, I, I understand it from both sides, but from a storytelling perspective, from a booking perspective, I was so shocked at the time. So that's why that's what I went with my most shocking moment. That, that was I mean, such a weird guess, time for Cena. Like they didn't know like, it was it was it was like a love hate relationship. Like do yeah, they want to continue pushing yeah. Cena? Do they not want to continue pushing Cena? It was such a weird time. That's when he was starting to float to the mid card more. Like, yeah, was, that was yeah. that was when he started. 
That's I wouldn't say said. degress. He said John Cena will never regress, but that was that was the time when they were like, "Do we want to? Yeah. Do we want to keep on yeah. making him the man?" You know, yeah, like, yeah. The the polish had come off a little bit. You know, exactly. Thank you, Pat. That's that. Thank you. I think. Uh, yeah. I, th I think. Honestly, I think at that time with WrestleMania 30, I think they Vince was already set on Roman Reigns. Like he already was ready to. Oh to, yeah. To lock in on that Roman Reigns push, that you know what I mean? Was, I was because I mean, of a project if, to work if you, out. If you look at look at WrestleMania 30. Cena was in the mid card and he faced Bray Wyatt and the shield was still together. But you look at the next year, Roman Reigns in the main event against Brock Lesnar and Cena is fighting for the U.S. title. You know what I mean? So they were already ready to polish that Roman Reigns stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. For me, my uh, this one, listen, obviously you can't say this streak, but this one for me shocked me because there is no way you could have told me that this dude was going to win this match. Uh, when Randy Orton beat Triple H and John Cena at WrestleMania, I ain't going to lie that. That shocked the hell out of me because I definitely I, for you couldn't tell me John Cena wasn't gonna win that match. Like, John, Cena, John Cena just came back, won the Royal Rumble. I mean, he, he, and he didn't lose the championship; he was injured. So I'm like, oh, he's for sure he'd get the title back. You know what I mean? Like, but when he won that match, I was yeah. like, holy shit! Like, yeah. Randy Orton is, and that was honestly that was the right call because that was big for like Randy Orton needed that win at that time to solidify not only his run as champion but to solidify him as one of the top stars in the company and. You just with the whole story, like I said, I just Cena had just came back. He never lost the championship, so I'm like, oh, he's definitely gonna win title of WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be champion mm -hmm. again. But like when Triple H hit that pedigree, and then he kicked Triple H, and then he pinned Cena, I was like, bro, what? I, I, I you know that's what made me. I'm like, yeah, and then to make it all we're like, yeah, he was the one, like he 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 pinned Cena to do it. So I was like, bro, yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> that that uh, one that one to me definitely shocked me because yeah. I would have bet I would have bet a lot of money that John Cena was gonna win that match and. Right, you already ended up winning, so that was that was pretty crazy. That's fair. Uh, I'll go next. So uh, I I was a little like confused by this question, so I picked two. I picked a shocking moment, and I picked like an OMG moment. Uh, so my OMG moment uh, is edging edge spearing Jeff Hardy off the top, off the ladder, or off the yeah, off the ladder. WrestleMania uh, X Seven, like yeah, it's one of the they re they replay it in every hype package for a reason. It's mm -hmm. It was incredible in the flash bulbs back then, like, you know, tell the story in and of itself. Uh, but as far as like shocking, uh, if you would have told me that uh, the Hardy Boys were going to return 24 hours after being in a ladder match against the Young Bucks and return at WrestleMania 33, I would have told you you were a goddamn liar. But they did. And to me, again, like, as far as crowd pops and anything like that, that just is like the way and the way that they built it up and everything like that you thought it was going to be the new day because they came out in their gear ready to go like that but about get hyped yeah i only, only kind of anticipated that because i heard i was reading dirt sheets i had yeah i had heard rumors and stuff but again like literally the night before they, they fought the young bucks yeah, yeah in a ladder match i was like yeah like maybe they'll come back like the raw after mania or something yeah. like that or something. I, but I was, to show up that night Bro. I was sitting next to my uh, a friend of mine. We were watching it, and when they had said there was gonna be a fourteen, I was like, "It's gonna, it's, it's might be the Hardys for real." And he was like, "No way!" Like they just, I was like, "Bro, like they've already been rumored to come back." Yeah, but I'm man. like, "This could really yeah. be the Hardys right here, bro." Like my brother, my my older brother knew about it, and and like, but he didn't say nothing to me. So he he was like, "Bro, like just." Just whatever you do, like watch that tag team match. Like you, you just watch that tag team match. <laughs> and then when and then when the hardest came out, I was like, I, 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 I was like, bro, bro, did you see? I was like, bro, see, I told you, I, I told you, man. I was like, bro, I, I, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, so those are mine. I have a couple others, but I'll let everybody get theirs out for it. Uh, Nate, what else. you got yours, man? What you got for yours? Uh, I know I don't know if a lot of people remember this, uh, but I got Zack Ryder winning the IC title. Like at the yeah, time, Zack Ryder was a jobber. Yeah. Right, and like I was a Zack Ryder. Uh, to, 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 to be, wasn't he a replacement in that match too? Oh yeah, he was yeah. a replacement. He yeah, was a replacement. He, what did he replace? Somebody else Neville. was in there. Neville. Yeah, was Neville. That's right. Neville got injured. Yeah, yeah but like I was a Jack Ryder mark since like 2011. Uh, and like even when they kept pushing him down the car, I was like, man, like keep pushing Zack Ryder. Like he, he needs one more shot. Just give him a mid-car title. And like I didn't watch it live because we hadn't gone home yet, but I saw it on Instagram and I was like, they really let this man win the icy. T- I was so excited then the night after he lost it. We ain't got to talk about that. It's all about the moment. We're just talking about the moment. It makes you wonder, like, like. Was Neville supposed to win the IC title though? Like, yeah, that's, that's right. what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. Zach won. Right. Like, they yeah. could have went with anybody else, but they decided to go with Zach. So, that's a nice one. I mean, you know, there's that question that's always there. It's the same thing with, I mean, you could say the same thing about Kofi Mania. He, it was supposed to be Mustafa Ali in the chamber. Yeah. yeah. Like, was it supposed it to be his be, time? Yeah. yeah. No. You said no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I think it was supposed to be Kevin Owens. Owens. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been Kevin Owens though. To be fair, because Ziggler yeah. wasn't in the chamber, man. That's why he's like that. Right? Should have oh, been man. me. Uh, so a shocking, a shocking moment at WrestleMania. Um, I do think it, it was it was Austin's heel turn. Um, I didn't I didn't think and and like the execution, you know, well that's another story. But I mean, like when you talk about. Stone Cold and like Vince McMahon, that's probably like one of the greatest rivalries. If not, people said that is the greatest rivalry in, in, yeah. in WWE. And you would never think that Stone Cold of all people would align himself with, with, with Vince McMahon, but he did. And that was and that was kind of crazy and that, that was shocking. Like it's, and, and and it happened like against The Rock too. So like you know and, you know what's and, so crazy though is like even when he did turn, people still were cheering like yes yes. That's, that's what I'm saying. Texas, and, yeah. Texas, and then, yeah. and then, and then Cold, I think I think The Rock Cold was, was the only person the in, in, the, in the feud, right? Well, no, they both were baby faces, but I mean, yeah. granted, the match was in Texas, but like Stone Cold, I, Stone Cold is the only baby face in wrestling that people will never boo, never, right? There's nothing exactly, because there's nothing, there's nothing to so, hate about Stone Cold's character, and that, and, and and that plays a part into like the execution, like you know, you, there's nothing to hate about Stone Cold, but but then and again, like they were trying yeah. to make him a, a heel, and I think that was like. The, the, the shocking was, aspect of it. Yeah, one of my like, favorite things too on the SJR's commentary. He was. Snapping. That's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, like the, the the fans in the audience cheered and shouted and everything like that. But for the people at home, Jr. convinced you that <laughs> like Stone Cold like beat your kids into yeah. oblivion. Like he, he literally said, like he's shaking work. hands with Satan himself. Yeah, yeah. he shook his yeah. hands with the devil himself. Like Jr. sold that exactly. That, so, that, that, that I, was the, like, I was in the hospital during this man's neck surgery. What the hell? He's shaking hands with the devil. That's what makes it like crazy. Like. You, yeah. you you would you would never think Stone Cold of right. all people would align up with, with events. You know what I mean? And let me call out. But you know what's me... crazy though? Even I don't know how you guys watched it, but like even during the match, like this the heel turn was already planted there. But I think people were like kind of confused, like why is Vince like helping like right Austin in this match? Like, it's weird, you know what I mean? Then they shook right. hands. After beating your ass for years. Like what's up with you, man? Right. <laughs> exactly. Not not man. For, man, that Jr. moment ain't got shit, man. Look up a compilation of Jr. just calling Triple H matches. <laughs> You son of a bitch! <laughs> no, I'm being yeah, real though. He's just straight flaming. He does not like it. What do you want to say, Jay? Before we go to Lewis? No, I was going to say I, I get uh, you know, a lot of the the shit that I get on TikTok. I feel like I rightfully deserve, but but there is there is some shit that 
I don't deserve. And that's when I talk about Jr. when I say Jr. should have retired four years ago. And oh, that sure. he he, yes, he does a, a disservice to AEW's programming and to his own legacy in, right. in going too long. Um, but but again, this goes back to the argument we had earlier about not argument. We all agreed that you can't mute wrestling when you watch it. <laughs> Jr. J, Jr. has had probably more legendary calls than anybody. But then he he's not the only one that's had legendary calls. The King has had some bangers every once in a while. Michael yeah. Cole has had some bangers every once in a while. The, the the broadcasting right now is weak in WWE, but over the course of its history, they've always had one voice that always makes those moments just a little bit more. Michael Cole you know, actually you know, rejuvenated himself. Like, like he, yeah. he's, I think Michael Cole yeah. has been amazing since Vince left. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, but what's crazy? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want Pat McAfee back with with cole i would like to see i'd like to see pat mcafee and Corey grace for some reason i think that would mesh well i think Corey I think, grace does an amazing job they, on thank you pat like, thank i you. think Corey grace needs freaking back surgery the way he's carrying the commentary team kevin patrick is the third worst commentator i've heard in my life and he does not have an excuse like the first two you want to do a top three yeah. real quick mike adamley is the worst but <laughs> mike, you know but but hey, mike adamley didn't even the names of superstars like but but like he had issues so like well i'll let it slide the Thank guy you. who came in the pandemic and invert like, whatever his name is yes oh, yeah. oh, oh my god terrible terrible Bruh. they kicked him out so Bruh, well, crazy and, and, like, and kevin is an iron dude yeah, yeah, but I didn't think yeah. I didn't think Michael Cole and Wade Barrett would be so good together, but they're actually pretty good. They're really good. I, I like yeah. I like I love Pat Wade McAfee. Barrett. I see Pat McAfee. You know, else is kind of random on commentary though. Booker T. Oh uh, my, my yeah. bad. Oh, what I was saying. Don't get saying, me started. What <laughs> I was saying was Booker T. Like man, three. come on now. What, what I was saying was I I like um I like Pat, I think Pat McAfee just elevates everybody around him like he Michael does, Cole yeah. got to the point where like it like him and Pat McAfee I'm I'm still down with them to work together but I like to see like Pat McAfee like reinvent a lot of people like you put Pat McAfee next to Corey Graves like both I think are both are animated as fuck no, like yeah, Corey Graves got the most, the most craziest disses I've Patrick. seen you put both of them yes, together on Raw Byron over Kevin this I mean, is Kevin yeah, but, this I mean, I'm gonna yeah. do a Kevin Patrick impression. Someone goes to a table. Wow, that was really insane. No emotion. Like, yeah. bro, can One of the, you yeah. wait? Like, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Byron's action wasn't terrible, though. He was all right. Byron's action was wasn't terrible, like, but it's like... Byron's yeah. call for Kofi Mania was legendary. Mm-hmm. It, it was. was. Kevin, it was. Evan Patrick yeah, makes yeah, me miss Byron Saxon. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, saying but so. like, I'm trying to figure we, out what, what, what Jay got against Booker T, though, man. What's up? Okay, okay. Well, you want to talk <laughs> wait, about wait. it? Let's talk about it. And we only got one subject left for Mania. We got a little bit of time, so let me talk about it. Shook it, quack, quack, bro. No, listen. Shook it, quack, quack. Shook it, quack, Listen, listen. Shook it, quack, quack. Wipes my ass on five dollar burrito night, but that's not my biggest problem. My biggest problem with Booker T is that he makes everything. <laughs> He makes everything about him. Every call comes back to Booker. It comes back to how Booker was involved in this. Oh, hey, Roxanne Perez, my doll. I trained. That's my girl. Oh, Kofi won the world title. Oh, you know, I showed Kofi how to do a handlock 15 years ago in Houston. Like, shut up. Nobody cares. You had nothing to do with what is happening in the ring. Call the action. Set your bitch ass down. Give me your catchphrases. I don't want to hear it. 
sorry. I'm sorry. CJ, did you like that um, every time Vic Joseph brought up Kofi's uh, uh, championship record that he broke out Booker T? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Angry. <laughs> but, but even that was like, even that was like, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to talk about Booker right now. Every time Booker, every time, every time Jay watches, every time Jay watches NXT and listens to Booker, he's like, you know what? You deserve to get pinned by Triple H. <laughs> every every you time, deserve like, that. No I see way, why Triple H did that. You know, you know, oh, I, I, I did hate it, but now you know what? I wish it was me that did it too. You know what I'm saying? I would have taken even like, longer like, to pin you. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be, you gotta be, oh, you gotta be kidding me, dog. Tell me you didn't just say though, that. Like, I think they should switch his role to a guy that helps elevate other commentators or reinvent them because yeah. I think they should like, switch his role to where he's right. never on TV again. Because I don't she want, just, I don't want should, him on, they, the, I mean, on the booth. Is it problem solved? They should just hire that coach. <laughs> oh, you talk about Booker oh, T? I thought you talk about Pat. I was like, I mean, what the fuck? Coach on the commentary team. Coach is solid. I love, I love King when he wasn't talking about boobs. Like coming down, I got worked up just now. Whenever the divas came on, bro, Jerry came on. He was he was, right, he he was, was borderline on. insufferable, man. One of my favorite, but one of my favorite King calls, man, is when uh, Big Foley gets choke slammed through the hell of the cell. He just goes, "Yes, yeah, he's, he's dead." He's dead. Yeah, I was like, Damn. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you go back and look at that too, because he didn't know what was gonna happen, he was like, oh "My God, they killed him." He's talking about the, the company, like they killed, they just killed this man. While, while we're on the subject, to piggyback <laughs> off of what Jade said, that Jr. should have retired four years ago, I think, and I think AEW fans don't want to hear this, like, because I, I love AEW, but that commentary team is so old and they don't connect with the newer audience at all. There's <laughs> no connect real. except Excalibur. Excalibur, you Excalibur's do, great. Excalibur, you do <laughs> a fucking good. great job, Excalibur. You're the man. But Tony yeah, Schiavone, I, I like Taz a little yeah, bit. Taz is a good guy. But when we're talking about Super like guys cool. like Tony Schiavone and JR, they don't connect. Me personally, like at this point in time, I don't connect with JR. As a kid, fuck yeah. Now, no. Tony Schiavone, I, I prefer if he did you backstage I, interviews. Literally, when I see Tony Schiavone nowadays, like, because I've seen him in his in WCW, I, I ain't no casual. But nowadays, when I see Tony Tony Schiavone, he's only there for nostalgic purposes to say it's Sting. That's it's it. Sting. I'm tired of that you know shit. I really you saw Tony in WCW. I saw him in MLW. When I really liked Taz was, was in TNA. Taz, 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 but worry, worry, Benny Hogan was mine though. That was mine. Uh, Mania match you didn't care for at first, but overexceeded your expectations. So a match that you saw on paper were like, I don't care, and then the match turned out to be way better than you thought it was going to be. So uh, I'll do. I'll do. I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio at uh, Mania 27. Ooh, mm, it's a good one. Well, a good I didn't, I didn't, I didn't give a shit about it because just like I just, you know, like I just didn't care for it at the time because uh, you know as a kid you only care about like the world title matches and shit right but honestly cody and ray like to me if we're talking about underrated rivalries underrated feuds like that's like almost at the top of the list like that that entire yeah. feud yeah. is great yeah that was, that was, that was really good pat what you got man uh i didn't write down which mania it is and 
it was because uh, it it was because uh, I I just looked at it real quick. But going into the match, I just didn't expect it to be anything. It was better than expected. Uh, I put Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight. That was a pre-show thirty-five. That's pre-show thirty-five, and I know it's pre-show. I I looked into that, but I mean, I again, I didn't care. Like I loved when Buddy Murphy won the title. I thought he did great as Cruiserweight champ. I thought he kind of, sort of, like he was the last like small invigoration for the Cruiserweight title, in my opinion. You know, his his feud or his matches with Mustafa and Cedric and everything like that. And I, again, I didn't care for that match, but it really, really did uh, oversee the expectations. Shout out to Tony Nese winning. I didn't think he should have, but whatever. It is what it was. But that's, yeah, that's the match that I wasn't expecting to be as good as it was. And it was. I'll say, no, this though, uh, mention Aries and, uh, Aries and Neville. Neville, and, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Neville. before, before, before that, I'll say, I'll say by this, uh, Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander. That was good. They, they yes. should have been on the main show. Yes, that yeah. should have. It, it wasn't, but it should have. Impressed John Cena. Bro, from that time frame, from like 2018 to 20, like, no, 2017 to 2019, the Cruiserweight division, like, 205 Live was putting on some of the best matches WWE had oh, in yeah. that frame. Yeah. Enzo happening, you know. <laughs> and I, I I don't watch pre-shows like that, but I, I watched the pre-show of Man 34 because yeah, I wanted to see yeah. that match because I mm-hmm. wanted to see Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali, so yeah. I had to watch yeah. it. But, yeah. Uh, Nate, what you got, man? What, what's on your side? Uh, I got Brock and Goldberg 33. Uh, I mean, it was Goldberg – and old old Oldberg and Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Why would I care? I even made like I had a meme account and I said, "You got this is the new era. You got the title of the new era. Wrestle and then the, the title match for the new era is Brock and Goldberg. These two like old ass dudes. I didn't care for it, but when it happened, I was like, "Whoa, this is actually good. They're just hitting finishers. And it was five minutes. They were in and out. I was like, cool." And then Brock had like that five hundred day reign, which was terrible. Yeah. But the way I they booked were... that match, the way they booked that match though, was how a Brock and Goldberg match should have been booked. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say Brock versus Goldberg WrestleMania twenty. I was about to say Dave, no, on, bro. no. Yeah, that whole feud was money. Uh, that and yeah, that whole feud. That shit top one percent. No EC three. The fans, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how this is before the obviously the social media was a big thing, but the fans just knew that both guys were leaving. They literally hijacked the entire match because they didn't yeah, care. Bro. Like they, the fans, the fans let them know how they really felt. Like we don't care about this match. Decide uh, what you got. Uh, so for me, um, now I enjoyed the build, like the rivalry between Batista and John Cena leading up to WrestleMania 26. I loved that, but. I just didn't think that they were going to have a good match solely because of like they have like different wrestling styles. Right. I didn't think it was it, 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 it was going to be good. But, 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 but when I saw it, it was it was it was it was, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like when John Cena went, went on the top rope, he was going to go for that leg drop. And then it turned into a Batista bomb. And she was nice. I like that. So um, that one I, I went into with like I just like, OK, cool. Like I I, I had a feeling that John Cena was going to win, win the title. But like I'm saying, okay, yeah, you know, but that completely exceeded my expectations. And then there was another one that somebody said in the comments, uh, Big Show versus Floyd, Floyd May- Mayweather. I didn't think that was gonna be good either, but it was, it was, it was. Let's toot Malik's We, we actually uh, Logan watched Paul that in versus class. the Mysterios, bro. Logan Paul and Mysterious Mysterios. That shit was good. That was Should I even say Bad Bunny and? Jamie and Priest versus I didn't expect yeah. it to be yeah. that good. Like that that is, to be fair, though, I, I don't I don't put I didn't put down celebrity matches because I feel like people have yeah. just because they're celebrity matches, people yeah, always put bad bunny in two or five. So live, so bro. real quick, hold up. I, so I was gonna say that before I do before I do my pick. I actually wanted wanted to say shout out to both Bad Bunny and Logan Paul the last two years. I think those guys both 
change the game for what a celebrity match in WWE means when guys actually come in and take the craft seriously and get in there and, and actually wrestle. Um, so yeah, I was going to follow up uh, on that as well. But for me, the, the match, the WrestleMania match that I've had the most negative emotions going into ever of any WrestleMania was actually last year. Um, and it was Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. I had extremely negative emotions because at the time, all I kept saying on TikTok was Sammy could do something so much more meaningful than this, as we've seen over the last year, right? Um, the last year proved me right. I don't back off of that point. I think Sammy could have been doing something a lot more meaningful than putting Johnny Knoxville over. But the match itself, I got to tell you, I tried to resist smiling as much as I could. I could not. I had an excellent time. With the with the jackass match with Come Sammy on. and Johnny Knoxville, yes, it was bro, a was, really good time. Yeah. I don't but care what anybody says. That match there, is a banger. I was yeah. there in person, bro, and that match was like that. It was it was like that. It, yeah, it, so it, uh, it turned me think, around. It turned me yeah, around for sure. But I think what like to your point, like Sammy again this year has proved that he can do amazing things at the high at you know the top of the card and everything like that. But that just proves like Johnny Do or Sammy dove. Head first, and he showed up at the oh, red yeah. carpet mirror jackass forever. They yeah. released his oh, phone number, mm -hmm. like they he went full fledged, like, All right, if we're gonna do this, I, he even said in an interview, like, he wanted to do more stuff, like, he wanted to like get in a shopping cart and try and like pretend to like he was gonna jump the ring in a shopping cart with a ramp, like, he wanted to go <laughs> further, really. Well, anyway, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, th I think Sami Zayn show like showed in that Knoxville feud, like what it truly takes to be a WWE superstar. Like not only, Facts. you know, do you have to be good enough in the ring? Not only can you cut a promo, but when push comes to shove, when it's time to do crazy and chaotic shit, like shit like that, you have to do I think it. That was and I'm going to say, I'm going to say it in the camera. Sami Zayn is one of the most versatile guys in WWE history. Can't take that. Amen. I'm sorry. Amen. I'm in there. Y'all could, y'all could argue. Amen. I won't give a fuck. I think that show I think that show too Sami Zayn's greatness like he can he can make a lot of things work you know what I mean like yeah. it takes a special person yeah. to go out there with the celebrity and kind of control the match because I actually don't know what the fuck he's doing he's just, he's, he's he's following whatever Sami Zayn is doing so that was trapped him so that showed that Sami Zayn could carry a match and he could he could yeah. put on a clinic so. and the boss and I mean, to the, take that the year that before Remember the year before at WrestleMania in 2021, he put on a bell to bell banger with Kevin Owens. So back to back yes. years, it's like two opposite ends of the spectrum from Sammy at WrestleMania. So he showed and now me, this year, give me whatever you want. I'm, I'm gonna make it work. Might be in WrestleMania. Yeah. Should I go lie <laughs> that Sammy and KO match? I might that might I might have to put that in my underrated because I don't know how Sammy and KO do it. They fought, they saved they the show too. They fought I'm, each other like yeah, because night two wasn't and yet every match is so good. They it's saved like we went to a Sammy night. KO match. Like, what what okay, saved like night two for me? Night two for me was saved night two was the KO match in the main event because I was very upset when Bray Wyatt lost to Randy Orton. I'm not gonna lie, that really yeah, that that opener. The fact that that was the opener too. You yeah. was like, Fuck I was yeah, so was mad. Serious. I was so mad was when so freaking Randy Orton last. I was so I, upset. We, me and my friend and I, watched listen, that. I give I give things a chance. So in my mind at the time, I was like. Okay, let me see what happens after this because maybe something crazy happens and then nothing, no, nothing ever happened after. I was yeah. like, that was he, he showed up on he showed up on Raw and said he was going to come back stronger or whatever, like, and then he never showed up again, and then he got released. And then Alexa took God, his yeah, and then Alexa told his gimmick and brought out that weird. Okay, so dog. my my for me is going to be Brock and Roman at WrestleMania 34. I did not care about this match going into it. Uh, strictly at the time, 
this was 2015. I just didn't believe in Roman Reigns at the time as a WrestleMania main event guy against Brock Lesnar. You got to remember, this was Brock coming off the streak and destroying Cena and on the path that he was on. So he was the most dominant guy in the company at the time. Roman Reigns was just kind of fresh off the shield. Wait, wait do you mean that, 31? You, you said 31. You mean 31. 31, 31, yeah. 31, Roman, okay. Roman was just fresh off the shield. You know what I mean? Like he was just, he, he was still kind of getting groomed for that main event spot. And I was just like, I, just, I don't know. I, going into it, I was like, I just I can't buy Roman beating Brock right now. Like, I just don't see it happening. Roman just don't feel like at that level. But during the match, I'm not going to lie. It had me on edge, bro. Like, Roman Reigns was getting ass. He's getting his ass whooped for a period of time. And then the comeback for a little bit, I was like, holy shit, what's about to happen? Obviously, Seth cashing in Money in the Bank was crazy. But, like, that was one match going into it. It just – I didn't feel the WrestleMania main event vibes. I was like Roman and Brock. You see, like, you see yeah, that, ma that match before the cash in was good. So like, whoever the fuck was booking that match, where the fuck did they go for the other twenty seven of them? <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> like that yeah. match was good. first of all, shout out to Brock. Like yeah. Roman did ass push his face into that ring post and busted him open. That was fucked. Yeah. I felt mm -hmm. that shit. You could hear that shit. I mean, yeah. you look in the beginning. Like as soon as the bell rang, he got F five. Like. Two minutes yeah. in the match, so you're like, Holy "Oh shit. shit, yeah, nah, he got, yeah, Roman got fucked up." Yeah, and, and I will say that he was getting suplexed around. That was the birth of suplexity, by yeah. the way. First time Roman ever yeah, did right. the suplexity. Yeah. And I, I love what I love about that match is, and it, there are other matches I can bring up, but just in that match, a lot of people give me shit for this because I've brought it up in several videos and things like that. Brock Lesnar is one of the best sellers. Ever. In the business, yeah. I don't Go care what anybody else says. Say that, Pat. Go on the camera. Yeah. And say that. Brock Lesnar is yeah. one of the best sellers in the business. When he takes that it's Superman punch and he's wobbly legged and bouncing around, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then when yeah. he comes yeah. up, he yeah. comes yeah. up, he's on wobbly legs. Yeah, between that, between that and the. Kick out at two and nine tenths against Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series. Yes. If that doesn't convince you that Brock Lesnar knows the business and will sell if he wants to sell and is, you know, got his mind set about he wants to put on a good match, Brock Lesnar is one of the best. That's, sellers in that's the key thing, though, and that's what bothers me about Brock Lesnar a lot of the time is that it's that phrase when he wants to. Like yeah. I feel like he should just turn it, just turn it the fuck on. Like don't don't flip hey, it wait, on. Listen, off. listen. Like, one, one of my favorite things that he ever did. One of the best sells he ever does is the top rope oversell. When he sold that Claymore in the Royal Rumble for Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, he yeah. Laid, oh, and, and what was so yeah. beautiful about that is he laid on the floor. He like, laid there. Right oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, he sold yeah. the move, like, yeah. legit. So Also, Lesnar, another, another small him. one. Yeah, another small one. Uh, Back at WrestleMania 19, the full-on backflip from a German suplex. When Kurt suplex gives him the German, he does uh, a full backflip. Mm -hmm. And then he did another one where he German did into the turnbuckle, and he sold that incredibly. Like no one, no one's a better uh, yeah. seller than Brock when he gets hit in the nuts. My boy, my boy, my boy, watch. I'm gonna throw out another match too. Not saying I didn't care about this, but I didn't think the match was gonna be as good as it was. That was Shane versus AJ WrestleMania. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of people, people yeah. About that. yeah. A lot of people at that time. Felt like Shane McMahon deserved a better opponent, which I understand because a or or AJ deserved a better opponent because he just came off that rookie year at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know I mean? uh -huh. uh, the rookie year from WrestleMania, the match stuff we did with Jericho, and then of course the title reign and him beating Cena and everything, which was all which was all great. But I mean that that match, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That match just was hit so many ways. Like, that's one of the greatest opening WrestleMania matches for me of all time. Like, I didn't expect that match to be as good. Like, Shane McMahon did a shooting star press 
in this match. Like obviously, yeah, like I'm saying, like he did it. Yeah, he did it before. But... For men his age to be doing that, like you got to. I, I only, like... I only want to see Shane in like extreme matches, like that. That that match had uh, yeah. that, that that match had the, the perfect situation because, like, I already know. When if it's an extreme match and it's Shane McMahon, like he, you know, he's gonna do a coast to coast. You know what I'm saying? Where he he does that shit like a freaking super kick. You know he's he, he's gonna try to like fly off something and he's gonna go through a table. Like like it's just like I think Shane McMahon is like probably one of the most like I think he's like top three when it comes like extreme wrestlers. And ever since always seeing him uh, wrestle was amazing. Ever since Royal Rumble last year and all those stories came out about Shane booking himself as put me in the final two and I'm going to eliminate Matt Riddle and I'm going to eliminate. I can't get behind any because I know now I know based on history that that was Shane McMahon's idea. And I just I can't help but think about what we could have gotten out of AJ Styles if Shane hadn't stepped in and said, you know, what would be the best WrestleMania match? That'd be me. That'd be me versus um, I, and I know that's how it went but, down. He, he but went he's the best in the world. The door. Pat, I will. I will. <laughs> Listen, uh, again, I, I, I understand that Shane has done some entertaining things. I think people get just a little bit carried away when they when they overstate his abilities. But I just can't get behind anything he does now that I know how he behaves backstage and how he tries to pull weight. Uh, with, with his, I just I can't get behind anything he does yeah. now. I thought it was hilarious in the match against AJ. Like, I agree it was underrated. But I remember very, very vividly, like, being on Twitter that night. And people had convinced themselves that somehow Shane was going to climb up to the ring they had on top of the oh ring. My and God. he was going to jump yeah. off of that. I was like, do y'all not see how amazing. high that is? Oh, you mean the ring they built up with the stage? Yeah. 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 Like, to jump off the pirate ship. That, 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 that uh, would have been amazing. I'm going to hold you. He I, would have I, died, Josiah. He would have been dead. You know, I mean, you, you, I know, mean, you know, it's that is a small sacrifice for our entertainment. Shane can't die. This is the same man that got his nuts electrocuted. Shane McMahon realistically may be the greatest at taking the biggest bumps because he does them all the time. Like he got <laughs> thrown off the cage by Braun Strowman. He jumped off the hell in the cell. Even like people yeah. when people kind of said, Oh, he's gonna jump off the cell, but like you didn't really believe it until you saw it like happen. Like, oh, he's time- listen, he's got balls the size of Booker T's ego. Like, I'm not doubting that. I'm just saying that like he's not Booker T. Shane McMahon loves himself almost as much as Jay loves Dulce. Almost. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> almost. What's uh before before we head off, this is kind of on the fly. What's your what about your favorite WrestleMania moment stands out for you? Of all WrestleMania moments. What about a moment that stands out for you? Kofi Mania, man. I keep saying it, man. It's my favorite. Kofi Mania, valid, valid. I want I want to say um that this wasn't shown this wasn't shown on air, but um fucking after Bianca beat Sasha, Montez Ford run into the ring mm. and celebrating with Bianca and putting her on her uh, putting uh, her on his shoulders. That that was a that's a fucking favorite moment, moment you said, bro. Yeah, favorite moment. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely yeah, Kofi Mania. Yeah, yeah, that's just a I'm gonna say for me, probably honestly, I'm gonna say Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth getting back together. Like mm, fans God. were in the crowd crying, like legit. If you know this, if you know the story, obviously Macho yep. Man turned into the Macho King, went with uh, Sensational Sherry, and then that match against Ultimate Warrior was career versus career, and Ultimate Warrior beat the Macho Man, and Sensational Sherry was in the ring beating up Macho Man. She Miss Elizabeth came from the crowd and ran in the ring 
and they locked eyes and, and they hugged. People were legit. Were cr- That's how you know the story's good. You got fans yeah, in the crowd crying, yeah. like legit tears of happiness. Like, all, yeah, all of you have picked ones that I would have picked over my what I'm going to say, but I, I'll just throw it out because it, it deserves Ziggler to be recognized. No, listen, okay, let me just say this. I, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, I, I, I'm, Dolph Ziggler has never had right. a WrestleMania. Uh, he had a state of deliver moment. This is the thing that pisses me off the most about Dolph Ziggler's career. He's never had a, a big time wrestling. All of his best moments stand have been at SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Listen, I, I'm, I'm good with that. Got a a deliver moment. It counts, man. It's been discussed a little bit on the show. It's Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30, capping off the story. Obviously, what happened after that is what happened after that injury. He's got the best of them. But um, yeah. at, the, at the time, they, they pulled the trigger. It was the right decision. The crowd went nuts. So, yeah, definitely shout out to that. Uh, mine, weirdly, it's a sad moment, but just for me, like, it just, it's the one that made me feel the most. It's, uh, HBK versus Flair. Like that, I'm sorry, I love you, the, and then the kick, like, and then after the pin, he just reaches over and, and hugs him, like, it's just, as soon as, when he's, like, you see Flair, like, he's telling him, like, oh, he's so just watching that, I was like, I wanted Sean to win, because of course I want Sean Michaels to win almost every match that he's in. But just like, cool, you can't do this to Flair. You can't do it. And then he did it. And I was like, wow, that really happened. He really did it. So that's probably my favorite Mania moment. But yeah, uh, real quick. I know we got a few seconds. I wanted to throw out a quick question. What is y'all's favorite WrestleMania entrance? Oh, I already know that. Fuck. I already know that. It's, uh, when uh, when John Cena came out with 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 all with like the thirty different John, that was that was hard. That was hard. I would actually. I'm stuck between two. Triple H at WrestleMania 30 was sick, and then oh, my the, other one, the my other one would be John Cena when he shot the machine gun in the air. When that was had, cool. When he came, with the, when he came yeah. out with the mob. And CM mm-hmm. Punk was on the car and everything, and he came out yeah. and he shot the gun. That was tough. I'm not gonna lie, that, mm-hmm. that was. Pretty I'll tough. say Undertaker WrestleMania 29 with the zombies. Ooh, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I actually hard. saw a, a picture not too long ago of uh, Xavier Woods, and he's in one of the morph suits. He he's one of the people down there, and it, he doesn't have like the mask on, but like he's there, like posing, like he's gonna be in the crowd. So yeah, that, that's a good one. Shout out to. Uh... The New Day dressed uh, was it WrestleMania? They dressed as Dragon Ball Z characters. Yeah, came out of the yeah, cereal, cereal box. Came out of the cereal yeah. box. And then, and then, um, WrestleMania 2021, The Fiend returning and the, the transition the from the Burn yeah, Man to the that Jack in the sick. Box. Yeah, those two yeah. stand out. I, li- I like the uh, I like the League of Nations entrance. That shit was so ass. I like. Um, I did like the the Stephanie and Triple H one too when they came out on the bikes. Like this, uh, something. Yeah. Like uh-huh. Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna go the the original Shawn Michaels from the Rafters like. That was, course, that was I have that one. Uh, uh, Stone Cold coming through the breaking glass. That was, that was pretty cool. sick. That, that was, was pretty sick. Was uh, and look, uh, one I feel is a little bit underrated. Rusev coming out on a fucking on a tank. Oh, on a tank. Uh, I mean, came on a tank Rusev. to get clapped. That's he did, but still. And yeah. apparently, there was an article that came out years ago that uh, Lana came out in an interview and said that her and Rusev boned on the tank. Hell yeah! <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was Russo Day for sure hey, that day. Right? Just yeah. makes it. I hope it's Russo Day. Another one. Another one I'll throw out there is Triple H's entrance at WrestleMania 21, the Motorhead when they played him out. That was pretty. Oh, sick. That was cool. That was I like the one where he came out with uh, when he was 
it was the one. I mean, the match was bad, but when he came out against Roman with all the skull faces that had the titles, oh, yeah. Yeah, that one was right, dope. Shawn right, Michaels right. against Taker coming down from oh, the heavens. Oh my god! Like Triple so, 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 H twenty seven uh, was was uh, dope too. With, with, with like all yeah. all the knights and like and like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, John Cena with the choir at twenty seven. Shout out to that. that Bianca Belair. Like Bianca Belair yeah. last year. Oh yeah, Bianca is dope too. Yes. Oh, and didn't didn't John didn't, didn't John Cena he he drove a Mustang through like glass. He drove a Mustang. Yeah, hey, in Detroit. Right. Like, if I don't see Theory come out this year with a bunch of Beyblades, I'm gonna be fucking annoyed. Right? <laughs> be annoyed who's somebody? Uh, who's somebody this year you want to see have an entrance at WrestleMania this year? Theory. You know, hell no. Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross won't happen. Although I feel like if Karrion Cross had a mania entrance, that shit would be godly. But I, I, be I like so I said, cool. if Theory's not pulling up with Beyblades, I don't, I don't want to see it. Gunther. Gunther. Oh, Gunther's, Gunther's gonna be wild. I want to oh, see Gunther. But what do you do for Gunther though? I don't know. Some say get a whole, hey, bunch, of, get a whole bunch of soldiers lining up with them going. Orchestra, bro, just to play, play, black and white too. And he just he just stand there like this. Like, like, I like that. Never mind. I like that. Violin. No, for me, I, for me, it's gonna be Roman Reigns. I want to see like some. I want to see some tribal shit. Like I that's see, what I. Like, the yeah. Hawaiian people come yeah, out with the, the, the Malik just killed the, the flames. flames. Trying to put Roman oh yeah, the fire dancers. I'm yeah. trying. Fire dancers. Yeah, bro. The I don't know if Cody will have a, a special interest, but I'm yeah, excited to see his go, weight man. belt. Cody, Cody would be cool too. I don't know. That, Cody's, that. Cody's gonna have a great entrance. He, he, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cody, you know what? Cody's gonna be the star of this team first. He's gonna be doing something for his dad. I would like to see. I would like to see like a mashup. Like you got his dad's song, then his old music. And then, like, Ooh. maybe some clips of him in the independence. And then, like, person that is thought of Oscar, she gotta have something, bro. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to see. While I think he's gonna have a banger inch, no matter what, I want to see Rollins and I want to see what Rollins' gear is. I want to see Rollins pull out some banger crazy. gear. The, th the thing is, if Cody wins, are y'all ready to have a segment where Cody is like crawling on his knees to dust oh, his yeah. grave, saying, "I'm ready for it for you." Oh yeah, for I'm sure. Yes. For and sure. then Roman Reigns yeah. comes and puts his head through the tomb. Oh <laughs> fuck! Ah, oh, you see, man. Yeah, you see, man. <laughs> you know what's great? What, what, what if Roman wins and he shows up to Dusty's grave, puts a title? Nah, grave. you see that? Yeah. That's for you, Dusty. Yeah. I did it for you. <laughs> there you go, Dad. Nah, nah, the yeah. that's fucked, dude. No. Nah, I was on his grave like I, I did it for you, man. I, I, I'm still waiting for Dominic to go to Eddie's grave. Okay, that's the only that's, that's the I, please only don't. way please I want don't. Roman to win if he goes to the grave and does that. That's the only nah, way. You know what? Dominic yeah. to go to Eddie's grave yeah. and say, "Dad." You know what I want to see? Ray Mysterio's cheeks. Since since they're in Hollywood, I want John Cena to come out as Peacemaker. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Well then, oh, and then the Rock then, comes then, as Black Adam. Oh God! Peacemaker, his, his his opponents are done for. They're cooked. Yeah. <laughs> They're cooked. I'm yeah. God, my boy Theory pulling up with Beyblades, Pegasus. Yes, <laughs> I understand. Bro. Roman Reigns, he show up at the grave, bro, with the belts. I'm just saying, bro. Bro, I did it, Dusty. I did it, Dad. No, no. If if Roman wins the next night, Raw needs to open up with Roman standing in the ring with the Dusty statue. Oh my gosh, dude, that's fuck, man. Cody going, Cody going, they're gonna make a bloodline polka dot shirt, man. That's what they're gonna do. A bloodline polka dot shirt, the polka dot bloodline shirt. That's a bloodline polka dot shirt. What they should do is this Roman comes up the next night, the main he just come out with the dusty shirt on, just straight up dusty, straight up dusty shirt, man. We're supposed to, like, you know, fuck Roman, first of all. We're not doing that. Yeah, I think right. yeah, yeah. parody shirts are gonna be great. I think 
if Austin Theory beats Cena, he needs to have the the champ is here shirt, but instead of the arrow, it's the hands. Yeah, like the champ is here. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, that's when I was talking that's about the WrestleMania. So I mean, like, I'm going, I'm going to WrestleMania. So like, if the one time I see John, that's, that's like my, that's gonna be my first time if John Cena does go to WrestleMania. That's gonna be my, my first time seeing John Cena live. And if he loses, I'm, I'm, I'm I told, I told my nigga, I'm, I'm walking out the arena. That's what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm literally gonna walk out the arena. That's crazy. You gonna miss? The you paid all that money I'm, and you gonna leave? I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna. They, they think I'm, I'm gonna that's walk. Crazy. Crazy. That's crazy. Hey, you Jay, better, you better Jay, 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 quick question, quick hypothetical. So, like in this scenario, right? We have Dolph Ziggler and Christian. How would you be like? How mad would you be if Christian just whoops his ass? Oh shit, did I freak? Lewis, you don't need to have a chat. We 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 just step outside. I don't you know. know. I'm, I'm saying, man, you know. I mean, Dolph Ziggler might have an advantage. I don't know. I'm just saying, he might he might have a little advantage. What? I mean, <laughs> Christian, Christian I mean, is good. What? Christian's about to lose to Jungle Boy tonight. Re- so. Realistically, he, he is, I, 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 realistically, just put Dolph versus Ali in the middle of the card. I don't give a shit. <laughs> just put it on the card. And have it be just twenty seconds and on To be fair, if Austin Theory wasn't going to face John Cena, I think they should do a U.S. title ladder match. But you know. Is what it is. I mean, so and, and to be win. fair, to Jade's point, whether it's on WrestleMania or not, I know that you know everybody has their issues with Ziggler, and some people have them with Ali and everything like that. But to me, Ziggler versus Ali on paper it sounds like it would be a good match to watch. It would be yeah, an entertaining yeah, sure. match. Sure. So I, just, I wouldn't I just, mind it. You know, I'm we'll, 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 we'll write letters. We'll write letters for you, Jade. I don't want to see that age. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for coming through to this episode, man. Thank you guys for interacting in the chat. Uh, WrestleMania edition. You no, know, everything's good. WrestleMania time. So, you know, we always chat in WrestleMania and things coming up. Make sure you guys tune in next week, Sunday at 9, the original time next Sunday. Uh, we started a little early for AEW because we got the pay-per-view, which is actually on right now, which we're going to go watch. But thank you guys for coming on. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Um, and we'll be back next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Baby.